Thank you for joining us at uh, Beer Fish Fanatics. And this episode is actually brought to you by Whisker Seeker Tackle. So make sure you guys go to whiskerseeker.com for all your catfishing gear. Enjoy the episode, guys. Ooh, this is nice. This, what is that? Right here. I know. We need to get one of those. Maybe I'll, I'll leave that in if Whistler Seeker's listening. <laughs> BFF could definitely. We just tag him. We should. Yeah. I'll tag him. I'll tag him for sure. I mean, you can't Shit. miss it. Big, big net, right? No. Big fish, big net. What's up? Is this the big? Is this the big one or is oh, this no, like the medium? Medium, yeah. Medium. So yeah. they got one even bigger. Oh yeah. I don't know. I've I've seen it, but um, it's uh it's pretty big. I I couldn't tell you the dimensions on it. I think. Typically, it's like 30 by 30 for that size of net, 30 inch by 30 inch. But then the, that's the problem with nets, right? Is that you have like a, it's 30 inches long, 30 inches wide. But then how deep is it? Yeah. I mean, if, if it's only, you know, a foot deep, that's not deep enough. <laughs> right, right. You really right. need that scooping ability. Yeah. You know? So, and then you start talking about, you know, net shape, right? Pair versus, uh, I think that's a. Is that a flat bottom? That's probably a square. A square bottom. I don't, I don't know if there's... No, uh, that's like the, the frame shape, right? Oh, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I'm talking yeah. about. But then, yeah, you start talking about that. Flat bottom, excuse me. That's like the... Those are the good ones because then it... Um, you know, that fish is held level. And so you're talking about trying to, like, preserve the fish's life, their safety, whatever you want. Flat bottom. So there's so, definitely intricacies. So, yeah. To our listeners, we're just kind of jumping into this we're just talking about nets if you guys are wondering what the hell are they talking about <laughs> yeah first you got to catch the fish yeah this, and then, uh, uh, not they're huge net but it's pretty big compared to your average fishing medium. net yeah medium net medium medium yeah, sized right? net but um yeah i think i think there's this coated too nylon coated whatever which is you know better than that rubber because the the rubber kind of deteriorates and then um it's heavy too you know you start Adding in fish in there and water and, and trying to react in that situation. Yeah, nylon-coated nets, the one yeah, to go This with. one's pretty dang light. Yeah. yeah, right. I mean, I got chicken arms. I could lift it up with one hand. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, enough. Uh, we're just trying extra hard to earn yeah. our sponsorship today, that's all. <laughs> all right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Beer Fish Fanatics. This is Grandy with Ma Pop Fishing. We have Kit with the Fishing Kit YouTube channel. And today, uh, we're actually on site here. If you guys have followed us we've actually this is our second time recording here which is super cool uh johnson bait and tackle for allowing us to come to their back room and just kind of record a little because last time we had spencer and ryan with us so so where is johnston bait and tackle where is johnson yeah um one and a half miles north of the interstate um west side of merle hay um Uh, what city johnston iowa right yeah hence the name (laughs) there you go um caddy corner to the uh the town center they're putting in so um back pocket brewing is actually going to be over there so um that should be cool yeah um i don't know what else is going on over there really just care about the one i suppose so so you guys are wondering uh who is that gentleman like who is that That, that's mr gus and i just found out his last name gus bb BB. Not uh, not related to the uh, football player. Wait, but. is it BB? Or Bebe? I thought it was Beeb. <laughs> if you uh if you go down south, uh that's how I've always heard it down south, is, is Bebe. Bebe. You know? Bebe. Yeah, which I'm totally fine with uh uh the the people down there that, that call me that calling me that. You know, and, uh, usually some uh 
some nice folks. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you go south of the uh, south of Missouri, whatnot, you, you get into a different uh, different type of place. You know, they got nice people, nice uh, women. There we go. <laughs> yeah. or, or just call him Gus. Just yeah. come, come to the, the the bait shop here and just hey, can I speak to Gus? Yeah, Sim- simple as that, guys. So, what Usually is your relationship right? to the bait shop? Oof, um, that goes back a while. Uh, so Cody was really good friend of mine in uh, in high school, still is. But uh, he worked here for uh, Darcy and Mike. And they own they own the bait shop like 2001 maybe 2000 something like that to 2016, mm-hmm. uh, and then we took over. But uh, uh, Cody knew them and worked for them for a number of years. Uh, I was in here, you know this this is the bait shop to go to. Uh, Polk City was uh, something we went up to quite a bit too. Um, I, I forget who that was under at that point. Um, it wasn't Larry, but uh, the guy before Larry can't think of his name right now. Bob maybe or something. Uh, that was really great too, but um, yeah, Mike and Darcy were here. It was it was uh, always fun to come in, kind of get some stuff. Uh, I always liked that they had like like components mm-hmm. as far as uh, blades, uh, jig spinners, uh, little stuff that you could. Uh, you know, I'm coming in here at like you know 14 years old and uh, taking my my allowance or what you know something I made from walking dogs or whatever and. Uh, trying to throw together as, as much as I can for not a lot because you know the river just eats lures unfortunately that's like a reality of life and so yeah uh, um you know being able to throw these these little lures together with a blade and a jig and a little plastic for you know uh 50 cents a dollar or whatever is a, that was that was pretty nice and so uh coming in here then and then um we uh we just started talking to, to Mike and Darcy in 2016 and um, yeah, kind of things fell in place, and, and we've been here ever since. So, yeah. It's you and Tom, right? Your dad, Tom. Yeah, yep, yep. Um, he grew up fishing the Mississippi River, excuse me, uh, catfishing, carp fishing with his, uh, his uh, excuse me, I believe his grandpa. And so they used to smoke carp, used to smoke catfish, uh, you know, uh, eat that. And so, I don't know. Uh we both hunt together too. We fish together for sure. The river, whatnot, um, Minnesota. So, yeah, I don't know. Just uh, kind of both shared the interest. Started talking to him and and came in here. So, cool. Yeah, that's funny. I, for the longest time, I didn't realize Tom was your dad because I always <laughs> always heard you call him Tom. And I wait a minute. I thought that guy was uh, uh, Gus's dad. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That's uh, <laughs> you know. I, I, at first, it was a little. Uh, uh, offsetting to him for whatnot but uh you know you, you don't want to shout across the shop hey dad you know uh, <laughs> you know i uh, i don't so um but yeah yeah i know it's uh it's good working with him so yeah we, we have fun good time that is uh a highlight of this is that really the uh people that are in here and then you know customers too that we, we've met um just really good we, i got a guy uh uh crookshank uh he is helping me build a door right now. You know, customer of ours. Uh, he's a he's a great woodworker, um, fantastic guy. Uh, yeah, just, just that, and that's something about the business is just, I think fishing people in general uh, are generally pretty good people. So, yeah, uh, fishing people are pretty cool. Yeah, most right? most <laughs> most, yeah. most of them. Are. Would you say that's the best part of of, of running a uh, a bait shop is just meeting the people uh, in the same i guess whether it's a hobby or just interests you no 
only because <laughs> there, there's one thing that beats it, right? Okay. Going to the trade shows, you know, seeing all okay. these cool lures, uh, new stuff, being able to check it out. Uh, oh, I'm going to jump in real quick. I know you're super passionate, Gus, but we can we you're, you're we're picking up all the all like, the vibrations. Oh, you're, you're getting super into it and hitting the table. <laughs> well, I got I got to reel you in. Yeah, <laughs> never been on on the mic before, so. Um, yeah, hopefully dial it back the enthusiasm of uh, of trade shows because this is our first year uh, getting back to them after 2020 and everything. Okay. Um, but yes, you know they uh, they didn't this year, but they've had it in the past where they they set up like uh, like like pools, right? Swimming pools, and you could like cast out a lure and see what happens to check out a rod. Um, there's mm. one down south, uh, Tennessee, I believe that they actually do like a. Um, a basically like a derby bass fishing tournament the day before you know all the dealers can go down there do that uh so so no i i would say the people do definitely make it a, a great part of it but honestly uh you can't can't be doing something like that that is a, a pretty pretty good highlight for sure so yeah. um so yeah being, so being in the industry and, and like participating in these trade shows and stuff just kind of seeing the new gear into this pretty much into stuff you love and like yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it is just, um, you know, uh, it's a good gathering of people there, too. And so, um, you know, especially it was something that we missed for the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so this year it was it was really cool being able to go back to it and, and see some new stuff that uh, is coming out. And, and that they can actually do that, too, is, uh, you know, the past couple of years it was like, you know, buy, buy whatever you can kind of get your hands on because uh, – you know there's not not much else available and and that was unfortunate too because i think especially in fishing is like uh superstitions are such a big thing right Mm. and so yeah you know i got to use that lure right well uh you know due to the world being crazy um we can't get that and we don't know when we'll get that and so uh it is nice that stuff's kind of like that they can even come out with new stuff but Mm -hmm. that you know your regular stuff is kind of getting settled back into place so um i don't know it, it was good to see for sure at the trade show some some uh, stuff like that that's yeah. cool yeah um we usually forget i, I totally forgot you know I, i'm drinking uh michelobe today michelobe. And, uh, oh Mich- the french the michelobe. french beer french beer but <laughs> i forgot i, I wanted to get because i was just looking i was like all right we gotta at least give you know the the local breweries a quick shout because i do love these beers so what uh fishing kit what are you drinking and then we'll we'll go with gus what are you drinking see see gus kind of you know put me in my place i got the old (laughs) iowa favorite bush light earlier unknown (laughs) super low-key you know craft unknown (laughs) if you never heard of it you've heard of it now (laughs) but yeah i'll just highlight this is one of my first like craft beers that I was really into. It was my favorite beer. Still one of my, I'd say top five beers, mm-hmm. um, like of all time. Uh, and it's the uh, Pseudo Sue from Toppling Goliath. Nice. It's so, a great beer. If you guys have never is. had that, it's a great beer. Yeah, I'll, I'll read the little description here. This single hot pale ale showcases the Citra Hot for well balanced beer that is delicate in body with a mild bitterness in the finish. Ferocious hop aromas of citrus and mango give a refreshing taste that is bright with just enough bite. Hope that wasn't too cringy, but that could explain <laughs> the beer better than I could ever say in my, you know, in my own words. Like, oh yeah, it's good. It's a little citrusy, 
And if you just heard that, like that jet engine kind of firing up, um, we are keeping this this room at, a, at like a you know a cool 70, 75. You know, nice. that's just the the life we're living here. So um, it's better than the, the, the twenty heater, degrees heater outside. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're in a heat. Uh, we're, we're in a heat. What is it? A heat wave right now in Iowa? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that that Toplin Goliath. Uh, they make some crazy beers. Crazy good. Um, in Northeast Iowa is just a totally different part of Iowa. You know, it's yeah. uh, getting up there, you know, doing the, the, to me, we have this urban trout fishing around here and getting up there to like the, the real trout streams and stuff, the Mississippi River up there. I mean, it's just, it's awesome. So yeah, good well, beer, good place. So there you go. Yeah, we'll uh, actually have a podcast talking about the trout fishing. Uh, I guess it's coming be, out now. It's coming out already. It should be out now. Yeah. This, yeah. It's, it's the episode before this one. Yeah, it'll out. be the episode before this one. So did you guys, you guys did the trout stuff around here? Uh, did we fish it or did we do the podcast on it? Well, did you fish it? I fished and I sucked. I, I didn't fish this <laughs> um, this season, but I fished it this spring. We had Jeff Kapaska from the Iowa DNR. Nice. We like to pick his brain about all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Anyways, what oh, yeah, beer yeah. do you got? Well, speaking of things, uh, we're all good things come together, right? Is that uh, Farmer John's Multigrain Ale, uh, Confluence, so Des Moines Brewery. Um, yeah, that's one of the first breweries that I was really into when I was getting into this whole craft brew thing for sure i didn't like them for a while because um there was this bar that they were the keg was probably getting old or something and so they they were trying to get rid of a des moines ipa and it was just crazy cheap and a buddy and i thought it'd be a good idea to buy a picture of it <laughs> uh, of, of the Des Moines IPA, and wow. so ex- excuse me, is that by the time you start getting two thirds of the way through, you're like, this was not, you know, the price does not justify. Was it too hoppy for you, or I don't know? Just drinking an entire pitcher of it, just sitting there, you know. It, I think it was kind of a combination of that. Maybe, oh, yeah. maybe it already had gone bad, you know. Um, well, but with, with IPAs, I feel. That is a beer that you would drink in moderation. Yeah. Yeah. That right. that for was sure. for a while. That was my favorite IPA. Actually, it might be one of my top, top beers five. as well. I don't know if I could drink a whole pitcher of it. <laughs> you know, one or two beers. Half a pitcher. I'm good. No. But a whole pitcher. <laughs> yeah. Oh right. man, it, it might be a little too much. And that's. I think that was the thing. So I, I woke up the next morning just like, uh, wishing, wishing to go back to sleep for a long time yeah <laughs> <laughs> to put it lightly and so anyway uh uh did not would did not like the morning uh confluence excuse me for for a while but then um they make a great beer you can't uh you know something did you wrong you got to get past it right so uh well Farmer you did John's, yourself wrong yeah exactly right is <laughs> my over eagerness or so yeah. you know it was, it was dumb you to the, going hey i could drink a whole pitcher of ipas you yeah. know and at that price but uh, yeah, we, we just got signed up with them. They just did uh, uh, actually their their barrel aged release, mm-hmm. um, and it's all sold out for the most part. So uh, that's super unfortunate. But uh, those are some cool beers too. Definitely definitely a little bit heavy, but uh, you know they do like the bourbon barrel aged. Mm-hmm. The um, I think they did like a maybe tequila barrel aged or something, and uh, they're definitely some interesting beers. So nice, yeah. So yeah. th- that was a cool thing. So, it, it, you know, everybody, if you're in central Iowa, swing by uh, Johnson Bait and Tackle. The cool thing about this, they do sell beer. So that's the cool thing. You guys, you know, you guys already know me and Fishing Kit. When we go fishing, we love to drink beer and 
put a beer on the line. I'm going to bring this up every damn time I can. Um, that guy still owes me two beer slams. I mean, he, he's got to pay up sooner or later. It's been about a year. I don't know two, for that's what. Owed. That's owed. I don't, I don't know for what. See, here we go again. <laughs> he, we got to the point where he's like, I don't even know what for. It is but. definitely not for catching the most and biggest here fish. Here we go again. <laughs> it, it's probably because I caught the first fish. That maybe, was. maybe it was like the first fish or maybe the most. Snags or something. Wow. <laughs> the most <laughs> snags. Wow. That's rough, man. Oof. Rough, rough. But, no, that's pretty cool because uh, I, I didn't know you guys. Th- and then you guys were carrying craft beer. I'm like, dude, I got, it got me super excited, obviously. You know, I can't drink craft beer. I mean, I can do it once in a while now. But I was excited when I saw you guys. Like, Holy shit, you guys are carrying craft beer. I'm like, yeah, yeah. oh. No, well, I mean, I think um, it's something nobody wants to, at least, excuse me, when I go fishing after work. Um, I don't grab a 12 pack because I still got to drive home, you know, yeah. still got to. And so having a beer or two, um, we really try to do a lot of the singles at a, at a pretty good price because we understand that, uh, you know, it kind of just adds to the experience, you know, a long day at work, something you, you get off work and you go fishing on the bank, you know, if you can have a beer or two and a nice beer or two, the craft beer is, is honestly, uh, just nice to have. And so, um, I don't know. That's uh, definitely echo that that opinion. Is that you know, fishing, beer, and, and day after work, sun going down. You know, you can't beat that. See? You know? Yeah, one uh, or one or two of these beats a six or twelve pack of one of these. Agreed. Yeah. Hunter, yeah. No, I. I mean, we're not trying to be beer snobs, but I think <laughs> you should have some taste and flavor to your beer, and 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 just body to it. I think. I mean, it. it if you're gonna just slam a. 12 pack of whatever then it could why do you even care at that point what you're drinking I, and i get yeah, that yeah but yeah. if you if you want to like you guys saying you're gonna go out fish a little bit relax enjoy and not and be able to drive home yeah. have, have a, a couple good local craft beer that's a cool thing about those well, i'm sure confluence you know is, is probably made des moines river water so you're getting a taste of what you're fishing right <laughs> I, you know? know. I, I don't know about that <laughs> no 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 i uh totally candid not uh not echoed by confluence uh brewing yeah. i'm sure you, they you sure don't you, use you, des moines like, they might they might be like uh we don't want to sell <laughs> beer at, at this guy's shop this anymore. guy oh, has spe- no idea speaking of drinks uh i few- would like them to do i am so totally sorry to run over you like that no no you're good uh but- if they could do a fishing beer, you know, confluence like you're a, a Scott Street, maybe a Scott Street slammer, you know, or maybe a, uh, I don't know. I've, I've been trying to think of a name and a beer. Scott Street know. slammer I sounds pretty dang good to right. me. All right, so I mean, what, I mean, currently we're, uh, yeah, well, we'll have to talk to some breweries. Maybe we can talk some 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 breweries into creating a uh, a fishing local craft beer for Iowa. That would right, be pretty right. cool. There is none though. You're right because. I've never seen it. Ooh, Scott Street Slammer. That would that's a good one. Hey, you might have right. to get royalties I, off of that though. Gonna have to talk to him. Gonna, gonna have to talk to uh, Pete. That's our uh, our Pete? beer sales guy. Can't right. think of his last name. We'll reach out to him, and then yeah. maybe we can reach out a fire trucker. They can create some all kinds of you know what I'm saying for their local spots. Yeah. But with the whole Scott Street and Confluence thing, Scott Street is beneath the Confluence where yes. the Raccoon River Dude. and the Des Moines River meet. Right. It'd be, be perfect. Man, this guy, you should be, like, marketing or something, man. We might have to mute that part because you got to get some royalties. You know what I'm saying? That's a great one. You know, if they gave me maybe a case or two cases, (laughs) I honestly... A month? (laughs) A month. There we go. See, now that's that's why you get an agent. You know, I would have sold a little beer or two, you know. 
of all time. But yeah, that's, uh, I'm selling myself short. So um, yeah, we'll have to have to get something set up because uh, that would be pretty cool. You know, definitely yeah. is uh, uh, getting some fun stuff out there like that. That's I mean, that's really what it all is, right? Yeah. Just yeah. having fun. Pete at Confluence, hit up Gus. Yes, yeah. Martinez, I think. No, that's not his last. Well, name. we'll reach out to you yeah, if you don't reach out to <laughs> Gus on this because I think that's a fabulous idea. So. Oh, my phone's already buzzing, actually, I think. So, I mean, <laughs> there oh, you yeah. go. So, uh, well, so, having, okay, this is the thing. We live in central Iowa. Now, there's not that many bait shops. And, you know, whether here, it just within, let's just say within a 50 mile radius, there's very limited amount of bait shops. Um, and then when I do go to some smaller bait shops, there's really antique stuff versus the stuff that you guys carry which is kind of cool though because i came here I was like holy shit you guys are carrying a lot of the newer stuff that i'm actually looking for or, or just people are looking for that they can technically right, use right. and that's not like 30 years old that's like hanging on the wall <laughs> yeah 30 years old because it's been there for 30 years or is it like collectors <laughs> a little bit of, of both deal. you know what i'm saying <laughs> so but my question to you is i mean it, it, you know at, running you know the bait shop right there number one there's a demand for it, obviously, because I see people asking, where's the closest bait shop here? You know, I'm going to go fishing, blah, blah, blah. Why is there so limited amount of bait shops? And then what, I guess you can say, you know, what, what draws people to a local bait shop? Yeah, um, that's a good question for sure. But, I mean, if you if you uh, take a step back, really, Iowa, as far as, um, natural resources, whatnot, uh, deer, right? I mean, an out-of-state hunting license, I believe, is like a hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, right. And so, uh, or non-resident, I should say. But um, regardless, you start looking at that as like hunting. You know, you've got uh, deer, you've got uh, pheasant populations coming back, uh, some decent turkey too. But looking at it as something like uh, Minnesota, right? Land at ten thousand lakes, and so. Uh, you go up to some of these bigger lakes like Red Lake, uh, Lake of the Woods, uh, just these destination lakes, and, and there is these bait shops up there where they have a, a great summer season, you know, they have a great ice season, uh, and, and it can kind of sustain that. Around here, you know, you start looking at it, a uh, good friend of ours, uh, Dad's bait shop down in Afton, mm-hmm. right, uh, 12 mile, and so you going down there, yeah, he, he does have a nice uh, uh, body of waters down there with 12 mile, 3 mile, um, there's probably, what is that? Is that like Viking Lake is kind of down towards that, I believe? Maybe Viking, not Green. Or Viking. Viking, Viking. I believe Viking Lake's down that way, right? Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you. There's a number of smaller lakes down there as well, but um, that is the whole thing is that uh, uh, talking about Iowa, there's not like a lot of great destination lakes. And then, um, you know, the, the ability to kind of sustain that as well because it seems like what probably every... I'd say probably about every 80 miles or so, 100 miles, um, the ice season kind of uh, goes down a zone, so to speak. So okay. 100 miles north of us, Clear Lake, right? Mm-hmm. They're gonna have uh, they're gonna have a good ice season, you know, for sure. solid for sure, right? I mean, we're talking. Um, I mean, I don't know. It's already snowing now, right? We could mm-hmm. have uh, two, three month, three month season something up there. And so down here, we've had it before, where it's like you really had like four weeks of yeah. solid ice fishing. Like a month, so, two. Right, right. Two, so, month, two months is a good season for us in here in Central Iowa, I think. Right, yeah. right, definitely, definitely. Um, 
I'd say for sure is that uh, people even kind of get almost uh, burnt out a little bit after 12 or two months, excuse me, two and yeah. a half, uh, two and a half maybe or so. But yeah, you know, you go 100 miles north of us, uh, you know, Great Lakes, Iowa, Clear Lake right up there. Uh, definitely a little bit different ice season. So again, you go another 100 miles, 80 miles, whatever, south of us, it starts getting, you know, a little iffy as far as like what your potential ice season is, whatnot. But then again, it's just... Uh, the amount of lakes in the area, the amount of people in the area, right? I mean, you can't, uh, if you got a handful of towns of a thousand people, you know, the Des Moines metro area is, uh, heck, it's probably half a million people now. So uh, we are we are lucky in that, that regards for sure, but uh, there's definitely a lot of factors as far as just, I think, Iowa and you get outside of Des Moines, the, the population density, mm-hmm. uh, the lake density, uh, the fishing density, right? I mean, heck, they, they reset uh, three mile, how many years ago now? Five years ago or so? They, they yeah. completely yeah. reset that. And so it kind of, you know, that takes away from it too. So um, there is definitely a number of factors. And we, uh, it is tough from a business side of things. It's, yeah, you know, it is, uh, it does bring a few more people in here, admittedly. But, um, you know, you, you make friends with people like, uh, Lauren down at down at Dad's bait shop. Um, I cannot think of the guy that was just running Polk City, but uh, he was a he was a good guy as well. Um, and you know you you want to see that succeed because I think I think those places do need local access to something, but it's not uh, it's not easy. You know it's not uh, you know weather can be up and down. You know this year with the spring that we had, drawn out, cold until what early may uh definitely a lot of factors like that that just play into it you can't uh you can't advertise the weather away in the in the bait fishing you know fishing world so yeah definitely a lot of a lot of factors like that to play into it i guess is why we have not a lot we don't we don't we really don't and it's i mean in a sense i guess you can say your guys biggest competition is those big box stores What's um, I was wondering, you know, obviously, what's the biggest, I guess, difference between a big box store and you guys? Obviously, they, you know, they're it's just different how it's ran mm-hmm. business wise. But I've always, you know, our I think Fishing Kid and myself can always agree that we we always help support the local businesses. I believe keeping the money inside the community is always a good thing. Um, but a lot of people always look at the bottom line. Oh, look at that price and stuff whatever or, or whatever the case may be so they go to the big box store so what is the biggest benefit of going to a local bait shop for 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 the whether you're a weekend warrior whether you're you constantly fish every day or whatever the case may be what's the biggest benefit of them going to a local bait shop yeah um well i will say is that uh local uh <coughs> local fishing definitely influences what we put in here uh, I do know that there's there's like regional managers for some of these big box stores and say, okay, this region, right, um, these are the colors or these are the baits that, you know, they should have. And so, um, excuse me, you may go there and it's like, you know, this, this should work in your region. And then you come in here and you go up to our swim bait wall with the soft plastics. I say, hey, I can't tell you exactly which one to take because realistically, all of these will work well depending on the conditions you know and that that is something um we run into is it's it's not like i can't say for sure hey this white 
you know, uh, three and a half inches, this exact bait today is going to catch a fish. But I will say, is kill argue. Hey, hey, you know, I would, I would just go ahead and say this: three and a half inch white drastic plastic will definitely catch you a fish today. Day in, day out. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, and there's definitely uh, some that are maybe a little bit better than others, but uh, uh, that is something is is we do again is the local fishing influences what we put in here. Otherwise, um, you know, just wouldn't work, right? And mm-hmm. because we are selling to our localized market, and so um, that's definitely something we the past couple of years have been a little bit hard as far as um, being able to put back into the community uh just being able to do like tournaments and stuff like that i'm hoping this next year um there's this app that the dnr actually utilized uh for their walleye fishing yeah. i don't know if you guys remember last yeah. year they what put was on it called the, the app my, the fish it was through the it was through catch. yeah my catch or something yeah yeah it, it was yeah. through yeah. the catch. fishing atlas or something but it's called I, it was the app's called my catch though, i think I it's called my catch yeah, yeah. and so that's that's pretty cool because it does um i know some people are a little uh heebie-jeebie about this but it does <laughs> yeah. have the location the time and that is something is that it, it's kind of hard to uh it's easy to put on like a, a tournament or event or something but to put on like a good one where you know fair um you know people not stuffing weights and fish right <laughs> uh, um <laughs> putting on something that that is just well run and everything is is definitely it can be tough and so past couple of years have just been a little bit hectic and all over the place and uh um we haven't been able to kind of put into that uh and so that's something that this next year i'm, I'm kind of hoping we can do more is um utilizing that just because again uh i was not the land of ten thousand lakes we're not going to all pull up to lake of the woods with our 20-foot boats and our uh, <laughs> trolling motors and put on like a, a legit tournament like that which would be cool to do definitely but um i think I think that people around here are definitely more uh, boat and bank fishing, but also going to a number of lakes in the area just because um, it, it is just kind of so uh, widespread and varied as mm-hmm. far as where people are fishing. And so, uh, yeah, yeah, hopefully we can kind of put back into the community again. Uh, as far as uh, coming back around to coming to the bait shop, uh, as far as staying local, definitely uh, localized fishing, um, trying to play our part in the local community as well um we can kind of try and talk you walk you through things a little bit more um it's not as as hectic i think uh we'll touch on that again though is that that's something that it, that is uh tough to work with is is while we can say hey this kind of technique or this method or this bait will work right now like in the fall right is, is throwing some of these uh these white swim baits is going to be great can I tell you if a white and black or a white and chartreuse is going to be what's going to get you, is going to guarantee catch you fish today? I can't. Uh, and that, that is something we get asked a lot. Is like, oh, <laughs> is this, so so what exact size, right? I'm like, well, I, I think this should work better, but I can't tell you exactly. This is the formula to guarantee you fish. You know, there, that is at the end of the day, it's, it's fishing, you know, seeing, uh, seeing what works, what doesn't, and, and getting it out, uh, getting out of the out of the water right so yeah um other than that i don't know uh no i, I, I guess think i can't speak it's big because i think because when i was really slowly getting back into fishing uh several years i want to say maybe about 10 10 15 years ago um 
I go to the big box store, and it's intimidating because you look at everything like holy shit, it's just a bunch of shit, and then there's just the people you speak with there a little bit. They may know a little bit, but they don't really know about the. I wouldn't say they're super well versed of what to help me as whether I'm a novice or you know medium whatever the case may be it's just like i felt like they were they just weren't very well versed of helping me yeah yeah no, and that's um you know we we give a uh i would say a decent uh, employee discount and so because uh, we want to get people out there fishing mm-hmm. uh you know being able to tell you that we have not quite as much wall space i will say that uh excuse me that uh bass pro has aisles and aisles of soft plastics we can't stock that many plastics, but again, we will uh, we'll stock what, what works. That's and amazing. again, it might not be exactly this color this day or that color this you know this day, but um, all the baits on the wall work well in the area. And so uh, being able to pair it with you know this jig head and, and walking people through with that, we don't mind at all. And again, every one of us do get out fishing. And so um, I, I, can, I guess I can speak to that as well. You know, that is something that we try to to push is uh we got the big whiteboard up there um kind of have some little uh sit down stuff in the spring we uh we got another whiteboard that we kind of write some some notes down as far as like hey um you know shad running up at the, the spillway right now um being able to throw something you know mimicking this size uh definitely like like august two inch white is is just the go to something smaller like that usually that's when that new hatch of of shad will come out is around August. Mm-hmm. Those those wiper, maybe white bass, excuse me, uh, up at the uh, up at the dam in August, little two inch white bait that is your go to for sure. So, uh, but anyway, we we just write down little notes like that, being able to kind of kind of share that information. You know, uh, is uh, really I think I think community aspect of stuff is uh, is a good thing to have. So for sure. yeah, it's a I feel going to a bait shop is a little bit more in intimate. Yeah, more more for. more personable because if I'm <laughs> going to Bass Pro or Shields, Shields, I would say Shields is better about it than oh, Bass yeah. Pro or whatever. Or if I'm Hands going to, sure. let's say Walmart, you're not going to go up to the Walmart clerk guy. Hey, man, where's the fish biting? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can. They'll be like, first of all, the, the the person who works at Walmart, they'll be like, they don't even know anything about fishing. He's they'll, like. He's, the, uh, yeah, the he's pet just, supply is in Iowa. He, he or she <laughs> will be, exactly. Yeah. They'll be like, huh? He's like, uh, what are you trying to buy? Yeah, right. But, no, no um, it's very true. Because uh, we, we, we go fishing at, uh, out of state, down south, and we, we go to this, like, it's a super small bait shop. And it's like a gas station, too. And But you're right. Everything that they are selling or everything that they have, it works. It's for that, you know, it's right, tailored right. to that specific location because we go to a spot where there's a lot of, you know, hybrid striped bass, wipers, and, and you know, um, and, and white bass. So a lot of the lures, there are a lot of spoons. We see a lot of uh, specific things, lures that they use for that location. Yeah. So I think that's kind of cool that, you know, a lot of bait shops use whatever obviously is going to work in their specific vicinity. And I will say is that um, you can't, at, you can't, uh, you can't deny that, uh, especially, you know, this this day, is that uh, stuff's definitely getting pricey. Mm-hmm. I think um, we're always kind of trying to work to 
be as competitive as we can because that's something I, I talked at the beginning of this is that coming in and be able to buy these little things because I'm 14 years old, uh, walking dogs, mowing lawns, whatever, not having a bunch of money is like uh, fishing in general is just realistically it's it's something where you kind of run through some lures whatnot but um you know that is something we try to stay competitive with admittedly uh, i have been told before that we should be cheaper than walmart because we don't have the employees or the overhead um and i i honestly didn't have a i didn't have anything i didn't have a response for that um but we're, we're supposed to beat walmart i guess <laughs> regardless uh uh, we try to stay pretty on, on par with uh, uh, Shields. Uh, Bass Pro, some of their price on stuff has gotten pretty crazy. Um, and I do think Shields are some, some good guys for sure. I've, I've talked to them myself, and uh, a guy has told me what he was doing last weekend up at Panora. I just, you know, Shields definitely got some good guys. Yeah, can't, yeah can't I think if, them, if there's a, a big box store, if you want to go and, like, learn some stuff from the people working there, yeah. I would say Shields would be the place to go. But yeah. That's, 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 sorry I, to I step on you. No, no. But that, that person who came up to you and said that, I'm going to tell you, they obviously have never been in the world of called business because this is the thing. <laughs> about Maybe you need to start selling, uh, like, blankets yeah. and groceries. Thank you. And <laughs> see, uh, children's bicycles. Yeah. That's what they don't understand is that yeah. those big box stores, they're not, you know, everything. It, they sell so many items and then they're all about just the revenue you know just pushing shit through and they have stock options where they have a ton of money is coming in supporting them they don't understand that this is a mom and pop store yeah. that and then on top of that they also have to understand that you're just like you're just saying specifically selling fishing stuff you, right. you're not selling anything else to, to help support when you have an off season mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so it's right. a big difference that you know to them they're just moving they're just moving merchandise. Yeah, just, yeah, just product is one of their yeah. hundred thousand things that they sell. Exactly. Well, that's that's why it kind of comes back to uh, you know what we put on the walls. You know, if, if I just put, if we just stocked anything, um, then we'd have a lot of money and stuff that doesn't work, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we have to make these these bets or these these choices where it's like, okay, uh, we've got limited space. We sell. We're known for one thing: fishing stuff, right? Let's mm-hmm. do let's have the best that we can have. And so uh, we, we really cho- do try to do that uh, as far as uh, selection of stuff, colors of stuff, uh, you know, even new stuff, but even those 30 year old things that honestly, they just work. Right. Uh, and so, yeah, uh, yeah that, that is something that, that probably sets us apart, apart as well is just, um, you know, this is, this is what we do. And so this is hopefully I'd like to say uh, what we're, what we're good at, but then, um, you know, again, is is you come back to those big box stores, is places like Walmart, Bass Pro, and uh, Fleet Farm too are definitely like one of those regional buyers. Shields as well, not as bad, but um, it is just kind of like that. Hey, uh, this is what you get for the region, yeah, you know. And so mm-hmm. um, we we definitely see that as well. Uh, and it does seem like like Bass Pro is just going to the what is that the bps like their their bass pro brand uh anytime i go in there it seems like that uh anything from a manufacturer low stock out of stock um apparently somebody's bought all the good colors or something but uh, uh it's always that bps and i i will say is that uh we've got the Daiwa in front of us here you know Daiwa, shimano um pen all great products and and that's something is that we actually 
we backed out of uh, Abu a little bit because there were some issues that we had had. We, we returned like a number of reels in, in one year, like um, just manufacturer defect. And, uh, you know, we, we do try to make, again, decisions that are uh, sound and quality. And I think we, we, uh, we really do try to do that because end of the day, you know, you want something that, that works uh, and that, you know, has a decent standing behind it. So uh, not, not the, the Johnston special, I guess. <laughs> Even though if we came out with something, I'm sure it would be fantastic. Plus they carry Whisker Seeker. You can't freaking go yeah. wrong with that. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, quick, quick little, I wouldn't even say shameless plug. You know, Whisker Seeker actually has quality rods and plus they're local. So that's always yeah. a good sign. So, and then, you know, obviously with the ice fishing season coming out, we do have the ice rods here. So you guys can definitely swing by here at Johnson Bait and Tackle and pick up some. Well, I, and I don't think that people know the kind of the the running competition with those probably. I mean, you, you guys know about that, I'm sure, right? As right. far as big fish. Um, you talking about for the kids or the, the new competition that they just uh, – I, no, I, I, I did see that on the website. It's not official by any means, but mm-hmm. um, I don't know who has it, but it, it's, as far as the biggest fish oh, caught on this 38-inch yeah. on the, on the medium-heavy. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I think as far as I know, it, it's still like 106-pound sturgeon, yeah. right? I I, we spoke with our, our, our contact at, at Whisker Seeker. I think it was. It was like 100-something pounds that they caught on yeah. this. Um, what? It, how many inches are they? 38? 38, right? yeah. 38, 38 inch, 38. medium heavy. Yeah. So, and they, and they, they caught medium, it o- open but, water too, didn't they? Yep. Yeah. 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 Uh, just had something uh, off the side. I know, uh, like Troy Hansen, for instance, uh, fishes for him. Definitely usually has one going, it seems like. But uh, they've definitely had some big channels on there. Maybe maybe mid 20 pound channel upper pound or uh, wow. upper 20 pound channel cat on it um i don't know i think the flathead might be around 40 pounds on it and so nice. as far as a you're talking about a good rod build right and then um their warranty too is is pretty nice so you know if something were to happen but you know really we haven't seen it and that's something that excuse me i kind of pop in on that too much uh <laughs> you know that's something that we we kind of appreciate about it too is that uh, if there's an issue, we're going to help people with it uh, because you just want your stuff to work, and it should work. Uh, but, if, you know, if you, if you start seeing something with repeated issues, you go, okay, we uh, we don't want to put our name with that. For so, sure. Yeah, Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of catering to the local community, a few months ago, I came in here, you know, just to pick up some some random things. I don't remember what I was buying. I think maybe some line and some maybe hooks some up dressing. Maybe plastics or, you know, <laughs> you can't remember, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so I was, I was feeling a little thirsty. I was just poking around because you got, you got, you got quite a, quite the variety when it comes to drinks. <laughs> but I saw this, this little section with a bunch of white cans. Classic. And if you are of a brown color... <laughs> Car- caramel probably also caramel. work you know i mean i don't anyways i saw some drinks if you that, like good flavors yeah i saw some drinks that i never thought i would have seen <laughs> in a bait shop so i've never s- been to any bait shop let alone like a big box store uh i saw some coconut drink i saw some lychee drinks uh what are what other flavors do you have uh, unfortunately, you think off the top of your he's, head. he's talking about Foco, um, which is 
uh, a fruit juice company based out of Thailand, I believe, yeah. right? Yeah. Asian Asian drinks. Right. <laughs> um, Asian drinks. I, I do want to know, how, how do you say that, that L word? Hoko? The L one. Uh, the, the, the lychee, 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 whatever. Lychee. Well, I, yeah, I hear like I hear so lychee. many variations. Lychee, lychee, lychee. lychee. I, I thought it was. I thought it was. Uh, I've I've heard so many variations. So, uh, I do wonder. You know, get your take on it. But we have what? So we have roasted coconut. We have oh, coconut. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, Those, it, that's good. Yeah, and that's Lich- that's where Lychee's I initially good. first one I tried. Um, but yeah, yeah, lychee, lychee, um, lit lit key. I don't. You know, sorry. <laughs> now I'm getting a little. Over so, the top, but so, so uh, how what? Oh, mango. mango oh, mango. Mango is good too. So, I will say you must have I been wish. so impressed when you first had one of these drinks. <laughs> you were thinking, I need to put these in the store. There was this. Um, we used to ride ATVs in southern Colorado, and we would always stop at this gas station. Uh, in fact, I drove through the town probably ten years ago, and so we doing the ATV stuff was probably probably 10 or excuse me not 10 20 years ago um and so i i drive through this town again probably probably about 10 years ago and i i know instantly where this gas station's at but we always used to stop at this gas station uh riding through there and they had like these it honestly is probably a national brand ice cream treats honestly (laughs) it's probably nothing special but i always remembered going in there and i would get like this certain ice cream treat it had like this uh kind of like cookie crumble on it caramel in there too um you know small chips of whatever great stuff right just made the trip memorable we ride in end up there go back well i kind of like i wanted to do or have something like that in the shop of where it is like you know unique stuff that you don't just see all the time and so foco is a national brand you know international yeah Uh, there you can find a lot of places but i think that as far as people that are maybe in Johns to whatnot, they, they don't they don't see that as much. Um, <laughs> yeah, because t- typically <laughs> these drinks you'll find them at the Asian store. Uh-huh. You'll find them at the Latino store. You know who has the best selection? Who the Latino store? Yeah, La, La Tapatia. Yeah, yeah Tapatia, so. man. They have every single flavor that they make. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And then yeah. at certain WalMarts in their Asian aisle. You might find some of these drinks. Really? Usually the coconut is yeah, all. Yeah, usually the coconut. Maybe the mango, I guess. But yeah, um, like I do the, the more the more popular flavors. And then I walk in here, at Johnston Bain Tackle. I was like, oh <laughs> shit, there is some freaking coconut drink. <laughs> and I bought a can that day. Oh yeah. <laughs> there you go, man. That's too funny. Listen, um, I don't think there's any high fructose corn syrup. You nope, know, it's all. I'm not gonna get sugar. too. Not gonna get too organic on you. I'm just saying those. It's not like <laughs> it's not like fake whatever. They in on the side of the can. It's talking about 60 percent of this natural juice. I mean, it is just like yeah. a good flavor. I'm not gonna get like you know too into it, but it's it's good stuff. Yeah, and usually with the uh, with those Asian drinks and stuff, there's usually a lot of natural stuff in there. So if you care about that stuff, you know, look at your it makes the Your flavor Asian better, it you does. know, and I mean, um, it's, it's just good stuff. I, I got to say is that I do, I am a fan of like a lot of the, um, the Asian food, like, like, uh, what is that? A red bean ice cream. Honestly, yep. I don't know. It's not yeah. like, I probably wouldn't grab it, grab for it over something else, but I do like it. You know, um, I couldn't tell you whatever the banana 
there's some banana thing that that you guys have too that I shouldn't say you guys. <laughs> what do you mean you guys? Yeah, <laughs> you know that you guys. You probably got some of your. Freezer, but describe it. Describe it. Describe yeah, it. Yeah, so we uh, we can probably tell you what it is. The, I just know the packaging. It's like it's like yellow and then it's black. But the the bar is like um, it has like a. Is it like a popsicle? I'll just start bringing it in here. Okay. You know, it's, it is like a popsicle, but I, I don't think it's just a yellow bar. I think there's like an outside coating to it as well. I can't remember because um, huh. I do know the yellow bar ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's like a basically like a like a cookie, not like a cookie crust, but like a, I don't know what it is. It's like little dots or something. So hmm. I, I haven't been able to find it. I've only got it once uh, at maybe I don't know that one. <laughs> I think I. Uh, the New Oriental store in the East Village. Yeah, I think is where I got that at. So. You know, you know what you need to put in here? Freaking soybean drink. <laughs> <I don't laughs> Not soybean milk. Soybean, soybean drink. drink. It's a difference. You know what I'm talking yeah. about, George. I, it's Namtahu, man. Yeah, Namtahu <laughs> for, <laughs> so, for so. the Laos Thai Dam people. Yeah. Namtahu, man. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I tried. Remember, I tried sending you pictures. <laughs> like this is the can. <laughs> Actually, I got three cans at home. I should have brought you a can. Like, guys, try it for yourself. Once you have it, you'll be like, okay, I'm going to designate a row in the fridge just for these. There is some stuff that's a little grass jelly. Oh, yeah, yeah. We talked about this. Yeah. uh, Do you know the the grass jelly? Yeah. Are you you a fan or no? I'm not. And then, so, I think I gave you, I had a banana one. Uh-huh. Yeah, banana one, flavored I grass gave, jelly. I gave it to him because I'm like, I don't I, know this about is a banana flavor. I had yeah, the regular grass jelly. I love it. No, man. but he gave. Uh, well, he had one and he didn't want to drink it, so uh, he gave it to me. I uh-huh. I did end up drinking it. It's okay. The regular grass jelly. I mean, okay, don't get me wrong. These are all you know tailored specifically. You get, you have an acquired taste. Yeah, you, ha- you have to have acquired taste to it. Right. Because Nam Who, I've given it to people and they're like, Wah! That's weird. I've never had anyone be I, like grossed out. I've actually, it. I wouldn't say they gross out. They're just like, mm, it's just, mm. but then I have others like, oh my God, that's the greatest thing, of, you know, of all time. So, well, I think the, you know, I'm, I'll just go out and say it. The typical American palate is used to highly processed and fructose sugar. Yeah, it, it, like it fruit, so sugar. Yeah. That's what it is. Highly processed artificial flavors. Yes. But these Asian drinks, they're, you know, they got real sugar. That's why the, let's say, like mm-hmm. the uh, Mexican Coca-Cola, it has real sugar. That's in why it, it tastes it's, better. It's kind of a big deal. But that's why it tastes better. But that's, I mean, that's kind of just goes with the Asian drinks, you know, their natural yeah. flavors. Some people, I don't, it's not as sweet as, let's say, a Sprite or Mountain Dew. And yeah. I guess if you're used to drinking I don't know, that it, stuff, it, but yeah, I just the way that stuff feels on my teeth, I'm just like I just you know I don't. Well, I that's don't. just the grass jelly because there's chunks of little stuff in there. Uh, I don't, well, no, no, no. I'm saying I'm saying like Mountain Dew. Or oh, something. like Mountain yeah, Dew. Yeah, like, yeah. It leaves like a the, film, yeah. like a film well, on your teeth. You right. know how much sugar they put in that suckers, right? Yeah, Have you guys right. actually? I mean, I don't know if you guys ever seen like you go go YouTube this shit. Yeah. You guys YouTube how much sugars in like just a can of Coca Cola or Mountain Dew? You'd be like, what the. Because it's technically about a, if you put a cup, a 12 ounce can of Mountain Dew or, or Coca Cola, amount of grams of sugar is literally maybe a third or more of just sugar. Yeah. That's that's how much sugar. Well, and just so many like artificial flavors too. Yeah. I mean, and For that's sure. And that's something that again is like, there's, would I say this this red bean thing is is something I grab for? There's probably a few other things, but it's just like there's so many natural flavors in there that you'd go. 
why are you making a red bean ice cream? And it's, it's like, well, it's actually not, it's actually pretty decent. Uh, why are you doing a grass jelly drink? I'm just not such a fan of it, <laughs> but I could, I can see that there's people out there for sure. So, um, so next time, if you're next time, if somebody's listening, if they are in Johnston Bay and Taco and you're feeling a little froggy or froggy, <laughs> froggy. is that the word? A little adventurous, I adventurous, guess. Adventurous, yeah. Adventurous. Adventurous, that's a good one. Instead of grabbing that Mountain Dew or Sprite or Pepsi with your fishing hooks and minnows or Try whatever, something. grab yeah. one of these white cans, this coconut yes. drink, lychee. Passion fruits. Passion Le- fruits. Lychee. Guys, I'm telling you guys, if you guys, I've never heard anybody drink a lychee drink like, oh, I hate that. Oh, lychee drink is always the way to go. Honestly, fantastic. Every time. So what's your favorite out of all the Ooh. flavors that you got? Um, I... We don't have it, but guava. I Ooh, really do guava. like guava. And nice. I don't know. If, if I was going to say out of what we have, uh, I'm going to say lychee. Yep, yeah. Um, I don't know if that's the right pronunciation. Oh, but, I'm probably saying uh, it wrong, too. Yeah, I, I have no idea. Like I said, I hear it different every time. I think lychee. Lychee. And yeah. well, I feel, I always feel, um, uh, you know, one time I went in looking for uh, a Chinese eggplant. Mm-hmm. And uh, the guy told me, he, he kind of treated me, whatever. And he said, oh, you could find that at like like a big box store, but I was like looking for something specific. Excuse me, I was looking for eggplant plant. Excuse me, I was looking for, you know, not that it makes much difference, but uh, so I ramble. But uh, <laughs> uh, you know, is that sometimes you're a little, little, little scared to branch out and things like that, and, and kind of look dumb asking for that. But uh, trying new things never hurt anybody. It's like going fishing and using a new lure. Yeah, like right. Like, you never use this lure. Like, you don't know what's going to catch. You don't know. Who knows? You could be on fire. Same thing with the drink. You never know. This could be the greatest drink that you've never, ever tasted. You cannot go wrong with, like, a, a fruit drink, though, right? Yeah, I mean, good right. fruit, right? I mean, I know people... Uh, we got this kid that works for us, right? He gives me crap for eating fruit and vegetables. I'm like, bud, you're, you're 16. You haven't... <laughs> You haven't learned yet that uh, uh, good food is a good life, right? You know, yeah. just eat good, good in, good out, right? So there you go. Uh, like, like good said, in, good out. I yeah, like that. Yeah. Good I, in, good out. That's, that's a that's a that's a I think a life view of something, right? It's like that's that's an issue I have is that uh, I am not as you know as 28 years old. I I should be way more prolific on social media, right? But sometimes people get so negative and just uh, i don't know so so like i don't know you know we'll, we'll post a picture of this kid and it's just honestly the, the fish isn't that big or something but it's like he's having a great time you can see that in the picture right and, yeah and then somebody in the comments will hop in i caught this fish five years ago and it was you know 40 pounds and i'm like dude <laughs> great job that's the you world know? that's the world we live in yeah now. I, don't, I don't know everybody trying to one-up somebody else yes. you know be better you know um be right and so we just uh good in good out right we can't just can't just have fun unfortunately so very true, very true. um um do you need a refill i think you need to get a i was refill. gonna ask you guys have so, you guys seen a beer around here i don't know no, actually, i, I so, should have left my uh freaking I, i'm really sorry i didn't, so, don't have extras. Nah, no I, I didn't uh we're I didn't gonna, know the no, format no. but we're gonna tap into a new one here it's Which called uh how do you think you pronounce that one uh hold on yeah right that is uh Pecan, pecan. There's no Tameka? end on, right? Pecanica. Pecatoa. Pecatoa. I don't even. 
I have no idea. I don't. My dad got it's a this. Mus- it looks like a musk. Hey, see if you, can, you might be better than that. How do you How say do you that, though? That? I mean, this one's I'll, easy. I would say, you know, Pecatonica. There you go. Is there an N? Oh, there is an N. Yeah, there is. Excuse yeah. me. I, I, I just don't know how to read. Excuse right. me. I'm pretty sure this is like so. English or something. Actually, um. English? Like. English, English, English. Maybe like old oh, like, I was like, 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 I was like, like I know English. Like, like Great Britain. English. Yeah, like <laughs> Muscalager. So, oh. can, can I ask you something? So, I, I see something in your right hand. Do you have that for sale by chance? Uh, we do. This was a m- mistake purchase. One of uh, a few we made, but uh, okay. the Rapala beer opener. Ooh, that's pretty cool. Uh, I, I might have oh. to, that's what I'm saying. I yeah. might have to grab one of these before oh, I go home can tonight. I see that real quick? It looks sure, pretty sure. sick. I was gonna say if you put like a a ring up here and just put a hook on here bro now that is a fishing challenge right there you wouldn't believe uh have you seen the rapple of wall hangers we have in the shop yeah those yeah, huge, yeah, yeah. huge yeah, yeah. the amount of people which i i can understand i guess you know you see that hanging on the wall but the amount of people that do think that it's like a lure <laughs> for sale uh I, i'm not going to tell you what to do with your money if you want to buy it and throw it and and if you catch a fish mm-hmm. Honestly, I'll, I'll probably give you like a I don't even know a gift card. You're probably okay. sponsorship. I mean, uh, if if you can catch a fish with the, I think it's a 42 inch Rapala replica lure, you can catch that. We'll give you a sponsorship immediately. But the amount of people that ask us, oh, is that for an ocean fish? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Sure. It, it's for your wall <laughs> fish, you know. Yeah, you, you put that right up next to it. So, um, but yes, it is a, a pecca. Pecatonica. Where the hell is that from? Where's Mus- that? Musca- uh, Wisconsin. Musca- Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Oh, it's yeah. whiskey. Whiskey will. Right. The thing is, uh, Golden Lager, I guess. There you uh, go. I think my dad, Tom, was just out in uh, Dubuque. Now it sounds weird and hearing Dubuque you is- say your dad. Because <laughs> I hear you call him Tom. <laughs> this setting, you know, yeah. You know, uh, um, I'm not, uh, I'm not, uh, you know. We're not talking business. We're uh, we're just having fun. Oh, yeah. So. yeah. All right, crack the yeah. bitch. Let's go. Let Cheers. Me see here. Right, I, I, I gotta take. <laughs> he's, a gotta go pee, he's gotta go. He's gotta go pee anyways. Go ahead. Not a good it's, look on this opener. There we go. Take, take a, a potty break. That was a little bit. Let me see that. I might have to grab one of these before I head out. Put a hook on it. Catch a fish. Oh, that's not the point. Instant sponsorship. The point is to to <laughs> to, to use it for beverages, man. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah, or uh, catch a fish with it. Catching, cool. catching a buzz, you know. That's how you twist those rules, right? You're like, hey, uh, you know, I, I didn't catch a fish, but I caught the buzz. So you guys, you guys owe me, uh, you know, free lures for life. For sure. That's how you got to twist that around. Too funny. Huh? No, they, uh, uh, branded stuff's always nice. That's why, uh, you know, we love making T-shirts. And so, maybe, maybe I should announce this on here is that we're gonna. <laughs> well, I mean, we're recording, but oh I mean, yeah. Well, I don't know if I'll edit, but. We talk um, about when he gets back. Oh you? yeah, yeah, Wait. yeah. Um, I don't know, like just doing T-shirts. You know, is branded stuff. We we love doing T-shirts. Cool. Uh, that's always nice. I would like to do a. Uh, Are you also still carrying uh, sake stuff, Sean stuff too? We do have some of it. Um, I don't have don't have as much as we'd we'd like. We uh, we've been past couple years. I was talking about it. Just it's been a little bit wild for everybody, right? And so we. We're basically in a competition with the rest of the country to buy what was available. 
like in, in regards to like product wise yeah like it would come up in the distributor it'd uh-huh. say this is available okay. and it's like you got to snipe this right you, really? you have to that, that, that was what was crazy is in, in 2020 is that um uh you know everybody's outside everybody's doing stuff which is which is great to see that you know because the supply chain was a shit show because I, I work for supply best chain for word, the hospital. Best words for it. So, because oh, yeah. you know, I, right. I, I work in supply chain for all the hospitals, like in the Midwest, like for right. the hospital. So, I know how big of a shit show it was for supply yeah. chain. Yeah. So, is it still that way for y'all, for, for the fishing industry? I, I mean, I don't know because I know, okay, in the healthcare industry, I can tell you mm-hmm. right now, supply chain still sucks, but it's getting better, I would say, in the past six months, let's just say. Yeah. But would you say that it's still a shit show for the fishing industry in regards to the supply chain? I would say, in general, no. Um, okay. I think... It, I would say no. Um, the, the As far as supply chain stuff, uh, stuff has really evened out quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that uh, people definitely... Some people... Uh, definitely stocked up on stuff and then went, oh, you know, oh, crap, we got a little bit too much. Uh, okay. But I think, yeah, 2020, definitely stuff was like, uh, supply stuff was just non-existent all over the board. And so I was just talking about how in 2020, um, basically we were in a competition to, uh, if something popped up available on our distributors what, uh, buying portal, mm-hmm. you're in a competition with the rest of the United States essentially to get that item because there's like 20 of of an item available or something right right? you know something ridiculous and so it's like you better get that lock that down um there's a way you can kind of like secure the contract and then um you get so much of something and then you you send in the order i mean we were like sending orders out three times a week or something and so anyway it just kind of led to you know okay you normally stock these 10 items, right? Well, you can't get it and you don't know when it's going to be available, right? Um, kind of going back to beginning of this conversation, talking about, hey, these, we try to stock what works in the shop and it's like, if you can't get it and you don't know when it's going to be available, um, you just kind of get what you, what you can a little bit. And so we've, we've been able to uh, refocus ourselves and have the products again that, that work in the area in the shop again. And so... Um, that's pretty nice is that we aren't scrabbling over whatever's out there. And so, um, anyway, you know, we, we had to do that and we just got a bunch of stuff on the walls and, and now that we've kind of paired it back, we are working with, able to work again, excuse me, with like, um, uh, drastic plastics. We're getting a good amount of fishing assault stuff in hopefully this week. Um, but, uh, here soon is getting some of the fishing assault stuff, uh, Saki, excuse me. Um, Saki. Saki. I always. Sake. Uh, <laughs> Sake. He was. He was always. He was always sake at first, right? Uh, was actually. Was actually how he how it was. It was sake and not not sake, and so. Uh, really. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I helped him come up with that dang name. He he, he, it was, he called a sake. He, it, that's what he told me is that it was sake, and then he said that uh, that everybody kept calling him sake so and he so, kept sake. and so he's just like you know that's well, it's part of his picture though the fish has a sake bottle yeah i get yeah well yeah. no that was i think that's after the f- oh, we'll have to get him back on we'll i think he had the picture i think he had the logo early on because i helped him come up with the name 
Yeah. There, there's a reasoning behind the S A K E. Yeah, his family. Yeah. yeah I helped. Right. I came up with that name for him when yeah. he created that. So I, 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 because he was like starting to build the rods and yeah. everything, and he was like, okay, what should I call this business? So I helped. I, I came up with that idea because his wife is my cousin, and I know all the girls, his daughters, and everything. So I like, yeah. So I put it all together for him. Yeah, they, uh, they've been coming in. Uh, Maybe wife not as much, but uh, always always great to see her when she does. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, kids and, and Sean have been coming in for a long time, and yeah. um, uh, you know we we have people that come in or send us stuff about hey uh, I'm I'm local or you know put me in the shop or whatever I'd, I'd love to be in the shop and mm-hmm. and we do want to support local, but it does kind of come again to real estate right is that our, sure. our real estate's at a premium because we don't have the the space and so we want to stock stuff that that uh you know works and has a good following and and honestly shows the quality and so uh sean started off tying jigs and he was coming in showing me some stuff and i'm like man this is like super unique it's not just another hair jig that oh i you know i i put more quality into it than the other hand tied guy mm-hmm. okay you know, I mean, you can you can say that, but you know, hand tied jig, hand tied jig, it's hard to split hairs, right? Literally. And so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, Sean's coming in with some of these different styles that he just came up with on his own, and I was like, man, you're you're like, you're doing quality stuff. Like, let's let's put it on the wall. And so, he has definitely progressed into uh, definitely doing a lot more rods, I think, than. Than jigs, but I, I shouldn't speak to that. Sorry, Sean. If I'm, uh, I think, he, I think, I think he's is. kind of dialed back on the jigs and yeah. stuff for sure. And I mean, uh, honestly, uh, the 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 rods that he does are just awesome. And I mean, some of the, the some of the stories behind it too is like, um, you know, making these uh, custom rods exactly how people want. As far as like a, um, I believe there was this Viking football one that i saw that was just like super cool I I don't ugly know. as shit that was i think that <laughs> was ugly as shit i, I think that was for kevin paul it was for kevin clearly yeah, yeah, Bain, yeah we Bain, Bain we had him on our podcast ugly as shit rod sorry kevin if you're listening to this that was ugly shit because i'm a bears fan so i don't care. i don't know if he listens to our podcast. Uh, i don't think so either. i don't care he's too famous <laughs> well uh we'll you know we always have music i think a nice music selection by the way but uh we'll, we'll just broadcast this you know for the next i don't know Whenever you guys drop it, maybe like a month or something. Oh, okay. Just have it playing in the background. Can you layer over, not heavy, but maybe like some slight Christmas music into it? You know, just like <laughs> we can make a cut for you. Yeah, 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 I think we can. We can work something out. We'll, we'll play. We'll play it over the loud, uh, loud speakers. You know, <laughs> Christmas with uh, fishing beer fanatics. There, there you go. go. I like that idea. Bear fish fanatic. We'll, Bear fish fanatic. We'll, we'll Featuring do Gus from Johnston Bain Tackle. For sure. Yeah. We'll, we'll do like a separate audio so you can just play it throughout your whole christmas season that's actually something i'm I'm very proud of is you know i i think uh christmas and holidays is a great time to come together uh and do your thing with your family uh and it is always great anytime you can kind of get together with with those people and and bond right but uh man we do not start playing christmas music you know (laughs) uh, october excuse me november 1st right uh we we don't uh we don't do much with the, the Christmas music, uh, uh, you know, scene. I think that's uh, we'll let the other guys have that, you know. Yeah. So. I mean, there's people out there. As soon as Halloween's over, they're hanging up Christmas decorations. There's nothing wrong with that. 
they, you know, that's, they're just getting to the holiday spirit, Kit. What about Thanksgiving? Give thanks, you know, yeah, and you know, give, hey, yeah. uh, I got to, I got to fish another year. I got to, you know, and that's something that's, uh, yeah. I think, so taken for granted, right? Is is what we do have. That's why. Um, speaking of, you know, being on par with a big box store, I'm hoping we're getting a new point of sale system that we can kind of roll out some uh, uh, better sales and stuff because we owe it to people honestly is, is being able to do you know specials um sales uh giveaways uh tournaments and so this, the new point of sale is kind of complicated but uh taxes you know is, is a way but uh, uh basically it's hoping to put us on par i think with uh, with a lot of big box stores okay. uh something that i think that we won't do compared to big box stores is you know uh black friday you know the day after thanksgiving you know, you just got done giving thanks, and you're, you know, you're lining up at, at 4 a.m. for, for new stuff. I have just always hated that. You don't culture. want to open up your doors at 4 a.m. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, you know, this is gonna be rock. You know, it's we we just come off this. Uh, my cousins always used to do that growing up. It's like, uh, you just just came off Thanksgiving. We have this nice family time, and and it's like, oh. Okay, they're gonna go line up at the, you know, the Best Buy or whatever. I've never done Black Friday shopping. So I'm gonna tell you guys, That's big Cyber Monday guy here, probably. Yeah. Like sitting in yeah. the chair, sitting yeah. in my yeah. chair. Like, <laughs> all right, what do we got? Click, click, click. I agree. Yeah, and, and, yeah. But the thing is, um, no, what, what you're saying about the Black Friday thing, I think a lot of stores have slowly kind gotten away from that because you're right. I mean, that's technically it's family time, and yeah. and then to be elbowing people to buy something for five dollars off than what it normal or ten you know what i'm saying it's like it got because i i think i partake in it the black friday maybe about 10 15 years ago and it sucks bro it's oh, like yeah. it's like you see the greed in people's faces because they're just trying to get something for something so dirt cheap it's not even dirt cheap it's just cheaper than what you would normally get for but yeah. it's just you, you see the uh the the bad side of people yeah when it comes to black friday i feel like so i think they kind of slowly gotten away from that i see a lot of stores just opening all week long now like like you know during the the, the whole black friday thing they just started from like monday all the way through now and then yeah then they have their cyber money it's it's not the like you're saying wake up at 3 a.m. Not even wake up. It's like you don't even sleep. You, you yeah. just go and shop. Like so, and they started like it, it was five, six years ago. Just go shopping at midnight. Yeah, yeah. it was midnight. That shit was crazy. Well, hey, just, when when the food puts you to sleep at like 6 p.m. True. You know, I mean, it kind of makes sense, right? Is is uh, food puts you to sleep at 6 but, p.m. But people don't realize, dude. You're just those kidding. people who are working at those storefronts, oh, man. Yeah. They, you know, they were with their families literally. And then you know, you're oh, making yeah. them work because you're gonna go shop at midnight. It's like Gotta look at a bigger picture, people. See if I if I was char- in charge of this thing, this uh, this you know, world planet, whatever, right? <laughs> uh, I would have probably like, let's say, maybe six days a year that everything had to shut down. You know, it's like even on the craziest holiday, there's still a gas station open, right? Whatever. Yep. Yeah. There's I'm something saying, open. It's very true. I'm just saying, six days a year. Everything's shut down. Just go live your the life. The whole world shuts down? Uh, go live. I'm just That'd saying, as far as, as far as a business or something, just go live your life, you know? If you forgot that, I'm sure you can probably live without it for a day. Maybe the hospital, I guess, might have to stay open. I, I, I could <laughs> yeah. see that. I could see that. Emergency <laughs> service. There's going to be some real shenanigans going on, so probably. So I, I could see the emergency <laughs> services, unfortunately, 
you know, pay them, you know, two times, three times rate, whatever. At least four times. Four see, times rate. Right. Okay, see? Start working in the healthcare industry. You, yeah. you guys really want to know how much they get paid? They get paid maybe, like, when they work holidays, like, double time. Like, come on. Right. I mean, they're working days, like, holidays for the world. And they only get paid double. In reality, like you were saying, if you're going to do something like that, shit, you might as well pay them freaking at least four times. <laughs> There's too much greed in the world. That's what it comes down to. Corporate offices like, oh, we can't do that because then we're going to go bankrupt. I go, mofos, you ain't not going to go bankrupt. If you're going to pay your employees four times for working on a holiday that nobody else works, that's what you should probably do. Well, especially, again, we'll start at six days. You know, I think, yeah. I think it's a that would be one. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I, I don't know. I just I, That's always something I think. Gus uh, is running for president. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Six days, you know, yeah, it starts there. Um, no, I don't know. You know, I think uh, you coming back to it is that uh, it's not quite, not quite that uh, that Christmas holiday, but uh, definitely just that's something that uh, you know. There's definitely. I, I remember the first time, and it probably wasn't the first time, but the first time I went fishing, right, with my dad and my brother. I put a hook, probably in my brother's back of his head. I think is what happened. <laughs> you know, yeah, and we had to. We had to get all the way home, like we were. We we had walked to the spots, then we had to get all the way home and take that thing out, of course. But you know, you uh, you remember things like that. Like I said, is is riding ATVs. Uh, we'd stop at this gas station. You know, memorable things like that. So it makes me get a a Foco in the in the store, right? Some great <laughs> great fruit juice because it, I want to make it memorable, right? Is make it uh, um, fishing memorable, right? Is is where you have these outings that you you remember. You know, I. I remember my best day of fishing, and it was with my dad for sure. So, mm. um, I don't know. It, having family holidays, uh, I think that's something that is nice about fishing is that it is a, a big part of it, I think. Agreed. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the holidays, I just want to remind everybody that Black Friday and Cyber Monday, Whisker Seeker here will be having their sales, and they're running a promo code. Tall boys on behalf of Bearfish Fanatics. Wait, is it Tall Boy or Tall, tall Boys? Boy. Tall, tall Boy. Okay, Tall well, Boy. Well, it's going to be... So, this this episode is going to come a week after. So, I don't know if it's still oh. running in. <laughs> oh, let me rewind that. Maybe I'll export this part, stick it into... Monday's podcast. So then you guys look forward to listening to Gus and us. Yes. But I guess if you if you're new to our podcast and you're coming in, this is your first podcast and you've gotten to this point. There you go. You know, once in a while our sponsors like Whisker Seeker will throw us a bone or our listeners a bone yep. and give you guys a good deal. For sure, for sure. Speaking of fishing. I know we've been talking a lot of business stuff and oh, beer yeah. and, and 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 fruit drinks. Okay, here, <laughs> yeah. Here's a here's a two part question for you guys. Sure, Even sure. though when we before we started this, I told you I do not want to make this a Q and A, but we are queuing and Aing. Yeah, we did a little bit. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you gotta get down to it, right? Right. You know? uh, so as a guy that works slash owns a bait shop, what are you fishing for? And Mm. When um, these these fishermen anglers come in, you know you'll have a little small talk with them, asking them like, "Hey, where are you headed to?" Or, you know, "How's the bite?" Whatever. Or maybe they're asking you, 
do you take what you hear from some of your customers like ooh that's where I'm going when I don't have to work this Thursday uh, um, I typically uh, enjoy uh, smallmouth fishing uh, yeah. bass fishing in general just because uh, being able to throw these different things and, and I can excuse me prove to myself and my mom that I can outsmart a fish so um, that's really what I'm in it for is that uh, I, I trick them <laughs> but uh, I do like white bass wiper I mean that bite oh, yeah. is, that bites incredible right oh, uh, yeah when you really do get on them uh, I will say is that you are somebody chasing them through the ice that I, I envy and I do need to get out more for that because oh, just wait yeah just wait uh, two or three weeks we're getting there I got a bunch of said. ice fishing videos oh, coming video out. just nice. as videos oh yeah you know, catching just, some wipers hey, and white me, bass man. Maybe I can post something. You can just post it in the comments. Hey, uh, look at look at what I did. You know, a year or two ago, huh? I'd be like, oh, this guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I do definitely enjoy doing that, though. Um, and so, as far as you know, what people are doing, realistically, a bite can change so quick. Like a guy can come in, a guy can be fishing right next to you, and maybe he's got a certain bait or he's cast he's fishing a certain way i know where this and is going <laughs> i'm just saying like like you can be standing right next to a guy and and he's catching fish you're not but it's because so it's like know, me and grandy oh whoa, whoa. Yeah. here we go <laughs> right? oh why, why are you gonna do that what, what, you throw me? i'm just sitting here drinking a beer man <laughs> just just, uh, innocent bystander no. No, no. I'm just. You I'm, told me a story last year where you dropped down like something like seven baits you knew there was fish down there you were fishing you had one, co- I know exactly the color, but I won't say it. Well, we had to bleep out the lake, too. So, so it was <laughs> You say big, the lake, we'll bleep it out. It was, it was, it was, I think it was like a, a clam blue pro shiner or something like that. It was like a shiny blue or something like that. But you, you dropped it, you can bleep all that out apparently. And so I just said it, sorry. Oh, well, you, you can talk about the lures, well. Yeah, we're okay the lake. That. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, well. uh, so so you drop it down right and it was like you dropped down like seven baits and this last bait was the one that caught them but you had one of them right it was like some little minnow or something and so uh that was the only thing you caught it on and you only had one of them and so as soon as you uh um you know ran out of that you just you weren't catching them again mm-hmm. and so um you know that is something with fishing is that you know coming in and asking me hey you know what what is the bite I can tell you the bite that I've heard, people coming off the lake and stuff, but honestly, it can be so finicky like that. We're not the land of 10,000 lakes. No. Uh, there is something like half a million people or three quarter of a million people uh, in the Des Moines metro, and the lakes that we do have, they, they do get a lot of pressure, and so you got to be able to figure out what is, is going on that day. Uh, unfortunately to say that it's not just, you know, you don't just cast out a a MEP spinner or something and catch fish. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can do that in Minnesota sometimes, it feels like. But, uh, uh, you know, do I take people's uh, uh, feedback and go, okay, I'm, I'm going to this spot and fishing? Uh, I would be lying if I said I haven't done that before, but it can <laughs> it can vary so much. And, th- and yeah. that is something that you just kind of got to be able to have is, is like, uh, that's, you know, I was able to get a, a jig box from an older guy that it has basically every size of jig and every color. 
that's a, a godsend, you know, because sometimes, you know, sometimes it is chartreuse, sometimes it is orange, sometimes it is pink, and then being able to put that with a bait and just having these different baits, you know, and, um, yeah, it's, it's sometimes a certain area will be kind of on a hot bite, but uh, uh, you never really know what they are biting on. Yeah, so. that's just fishing in general. I mean, you could go in, ask how the bite is, where at, or, or you could just go and try to figure out yourself, because like you were saying, for example, me and Grandy are fishing. We're literally next to each other, kind of doing the same thing, as you will. He looks at what I'm throwing, switches to what I'm throwing, and he still can't catch a fish. Hey, man. <laughs> Come on, but dude. that's But that's fishing. I'm just using that as an example. That happens all the time. But whoa, it's just whoa, an example. Why does he have to say it happens? Why does he have to add all just, the time? It's just fishy, you know? <laughs> you know, he doesn't tell you about that uh, he he sunk a few trees there right. last ice fishing Man. season. And he like happens to have exactly on his GPS where it's at. We, you know? I already had this conversation with my buddies, dude. We we know he gave his soul to the, the fish devil. That's what we call it. He already sold his soul. That's why he catches... We're using the same shit that we use. <laughs> we we have this conversation without you even Jeez. know. We're like, dude, you we already know you gave your soul. So what'd away. you what'd you what would you pay? There's you know, a you, there's a price for everything. Oh, that's so, true. It depends on what contract you want to sign. So. Oh boy. <laughs> so have you had uh, a situation where okay, a customer comes in like, Oh my god, it's on fire, blah blah blah. This spot, I'm using this blah, blah. and then like Kit was saying, Have you ever went there like okay, okay this customer went there and, and you went there you didn't tell nobody you went there by yourself and you used the same thing that that customer did and it was on fire Ooh. um so he was I, right or she i probably couldn't say that no okay. um only i mean the only thing i can say is like when when the dam up here i'm gonna say this again it, probably shouldn't blow it up but it's like in august <laughs> i think people can I figure think, it out yeah they can figure <laughs> it out we're, we're in local iowa yeah central iowa they can in in august up at cottonwood you know when the white bass wipers start running yeah sometimes yeah, i've gotten an early heads up on it i knew that it would start at some point in august usually it does like around the state fair but um you know so gotten a little bit heads up as far as like oh those those wiper running up there white bass running up there whatever um and, and being able to get in on that, and it is a, a great bite, because um, that is what it is. Is you know, August up there, little shad bait, awesome. But um, that's probably about the only thing that um, I would say is is similar to that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have been able to. There's this lake somewhere in Iowa. Uh, I happen to catch about a 34 inch pike out of there. Uh, I caught a ton of bass out of there too. Somebody told me about it. It's it's private, but randomly, like a week later, some guy said uh, a guy I knew, uh, family friend, said he was going up to this lake, and I did everything possible to make sure that I could come along. Uh, and the next day, uh, we were catching so many fish that. <laughs> um, Tom and I actually, we, we closed the shop for about uh, three hours because the bite was just insane. Really? So, yeah. Uh, there's, there's this lake that uh, uh, employees of Hallett Materials would probably know about. 
Um, oh. it's, it's not around here. I'll just yeah. say that. But uh, definitely around Iowa, in Iowa, Central Iowa. And, um, yeah, they, uh, they have a nice thing going there. And so I guess that might be another kind of similar example. That's but, cool. Yeah, yeah. Is there definitely, uh, definitely some lakes around here. You know, it might take a little bit of, of investigation. Uh, and that is that is fishing, right? It's like it takes a little bit to to figure it out, um, but there is some good fishing to be had around here. You know, besides private lakes that have been stocked. You know, but and that is that's something that uh, you know I, I do even tell our employees is that uh, we're we're not the land of ten thousand lakes. And you you talk about the the bait shop being a more personal, mm-hmm. intimate experience. Of people have definitely talked about and i even know you know what what they're buying right Mm -hmm. and talked about where they're going fishing and i and i see the fish that they're catching but you know i tell our employees it's like hey we're we're not the land of ten thousand lakes we get a lot of pressure around here and and sometimes uh biggest walleye of the year caught like from from now november to like february you know and that's a time that sucks to go fishing you know but there's people that go out then and figure out what works and how it works. And we shouldn't just blow up their spot when the guys come in in April and go, hey, what are the walleye biting on? What works? What's the, where's the spot, right? This guy is out here in the middle of January. Everybody else is in an ice hut. He's on the river fishing for walleye, catching big walleye. I can't, like, I can't blow out his spot. You know, I can't, like, blow out his bait because, you know, he... he put in that work and honestly it, it is a lot of work and so um you know i, I tell, tell them that is that uh white three and a half inch drastic plastic you know that's <laughs> all you need. on the river <laughs> on the river. river yeah i like it i <laughs> yeah. like it so, that uh, is true that go at it go at it you know um is that uh we respect that is uh you know people come in and talk about stuff but uh it, it does take a lot of work that's that is why at the end of the day everybody's a crappie fisherman you know no mm. does it suck to go fishing in mid-april or may yeah. you come out of spring or out of, out of winter excuse me and and go fishing in mid-april or may that's fantastic I, you know i love that right is days getting longer good temps man i i love being yeah a bass fisherman and a crappie fisherman am i a walleye fisherman heck no I am not in there when it, it's the cold, and I'm not searching for walleye. That's that's not me, man. So speaking uh, of that, because if you guys are wondering, it is obviously late November when this comes out, and it's um, we're got a lot of people excited for ice fishing. It's coming up here, um, and at least for us in Central, Island, I think I think up in Dakotas. Even like northern Minnesota, they've got ice already, so they've been ice fishing. Some, seen, some people some are stuff. ice fishing. They are. Yeah. Um, but not I, in Iowa. Not in Iowa. Not in Iowa. Know. Not yet. Not yet. Uh, <laughs> not but I've uh, seen you guys have been. I, I've seen at least Johnson Bait and Tackle has been tailored towards more ice fishing more and more in the past couple of years. So, are you guys excited for this season or or what's? You you just never know. I I, I talked about earlier like you know like 80 miles 100 miles every you kind of get into this zone of like the amount of ice fishing you can yeah. do right and so down here um we it can be a little finicky we we have kind of found uh hopefully I, I think a niche as far as you know um hoping to have some different bait options hoping to having some some uh plastics whatnot jigs but uh 
we're kind of revamping again our uh, rental stuff that we have done in the past. Yep, I saw um, that. Trying to have it at a decent cost. Um, the the new thing we're kind of doing though is uh, using the lockers we have outside to be able to return them, right? I mean, because that's something we always struggled with is that you know we're we're closing like 6:30, whatnot. If you rent something, you don't want to return it by then by all means uh, shouldn't have to I mean if you're on fish keep fishing right uh, we'll, we'll waive any late fee no uh, um, <laughs> you just gotta you know share a couple fish with us and, and some pictures no 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 uh, is that uh, you know we're us- utilizing the lockers we have outside to do like a 24-7 return um, type of deal so really kind of leaning into that a little bit this year because Again, it can be so uh, finicky and ice fishing, mm-hmm. anything really like an extreme sport type of deal where, hey, you're out in the middle of the lake and it's, what, five degrees, 10 degrees out, maybe 10 degrees would be a warm day. Honestly, I don't mean sometimes. to cut you off. Are we considered extreme sportsmen now? On it, think, of, think about I'm it. I'm just you know? curious. You're hiking through snow. I mean, think of what and you've done to ice fish. Zero degrees to minus thirty. We we're yeah. extreme. We're extreme athletes. Yeah, the freaking regular Joe Schmo ain't out there, <laughs> bitches. <laughs> I give so much props to uh, ice fishing guides because the fishing's tough. You have to drill holes. You have to find fish. That is like extreme sport for sure. In the, the cold. In, in the cold. Conditions, yeah. The conditions yeah. are rough. So, yeah. so I can go home to my wife and say, <laughs> I'm an extreme athlete. Maybe you get the X game medal, you know. Uh, next Halloween. There you go. You just dr- dress up in your ice fishing clothes. I'm X a- games medal, right? Gold medal. <laughs> extreme sport athlete, uh, ice fishing world champs, uh, yeah. you know. There you go. Taking it home for the U.S. I think we, I think we are considered extreme <laughs> athletes now. I like that. Extreme sport athletes. Right. Nobody's going to want to do what we do. Fishing is somewhat considered a sport. I, yeah. I don't know. Sometimes you're out there and you're like, why the heck am I out here, right? Uh, <laughs> we, uh, we decided to hike to the uh, Sailorville Marina. I think, I think this was last year, and it was like the coldest day of the year, and I. I told my buddies, I'm like, look, I, I know I said today we should go, but like we, we shouldn't do that because like, it's like uh, we had to hike over there a little bit. And it was it was uh, extreme. I mean, I I don't know. You, you got to pick and choose your battles for sure. You know, sometimes the fishing's fishing's all right, you know, catch a few fish. But, man, it, it was it was cold out there, the hike. But, you know, honestly, uh, good or bad. I think there's always a memory associated with that stuff. And I think that's, again, a great part of fishing, you know, is that when you're experiencing something real life like that, it is uh, just, it can be so profound as far as like uh, what you go through, what you do. So I will always remember, you know, negative 10. I like that. Crazy winds. I I think you're, you're really, really onto something like um, fishing is about memories. I think you're right because it's a, it's kind of cheesy, right? But I mean, it's like it, it you kinda, really it really is because there's yeah. a, a lot of things in your mind as you get older. So I don't know how many listeners how old they are, but a lot of things that you do remember, whether it's fishing or just anything, you always remember sp- specific things about a, an outing, yeah, right. like a fishing trip or who you're with, yeah. and what you caught. But right. you remember, you always remember whether it's like the biggest fish or some stupid idiotic thing that happened that you did or whatever the case may be. 
you always remember that memory. Right, right. So it's all about memories. That's yeah. You know, there's there's one uh, right is like sliding down a muddy bank and catfishing in the middle of summer, right? And you, you yeah. Know, you, in the moment, you're like, wow, this is I, you know I'm covered in mud. I'm you know yeah. sleeping on this bank and. It, you know, or somebody actually and... poops their pants. Woo! <laughs> 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 fishing outings with the the beer uh, beer fishing fanatics. Beer fish, fish. fanatics. Beer fish fanatics. <laughs> you guys aren't into the fishing. You're into okay, the fish. It's uh, a first time. First first, first time, time on the show. Yeah, I, I don't know my taglines. I don't have my script. Um, <laughs> first time being on the mic. Yeah, too. that's yeah. you. Yeah, it's awesome. you're doing good, man. <laughs> he's, got the, he's got the jitters. It. Um, no, it's uh. uh coming back around to that in our, our extreme sports though is that uh you gotta have the gear to play right there you go. and so it can be a little daunting to um first timers especially sometimes we we have had seasons where it's you know two and a half months or you know four weeks um but i think if you can utilize the time that we have it is definitely a good time and uh biggest thing is is just being prepared you know is is yeah. when it's 10 degrees zero degrees or something and winds whipping across the lake i mean there's not a lot of structure out there to block and so being able to throw a pop-up that you got you know electronics are great to have um yeah we we just want to kind of promote that and you know have a first good time uh you don't need to sit out there on the bucket do it hardcore you you guys are uh renting out like uh flashers and everything right yeah yeah What, what else you guys are renting out we, we looked at um i really wanted to do a uh live scope okay i, I really did it just uh, wasn't there unfortunately um uh live scope i think was like uh it would have cost us even something like two thousand dollars yeah and so i was like uh what's the uh what's the guarantee right to, to have somebody bring that back you gotta give me the you gotta for give sh- me the car title for I think sure. i'll hang on to this you take this two thousand twenty five hundred dollar uh you know unit with you but it would have been cool to do that. But we are just doing uh, Vexlars. Uh, we got some FLX 12s and I believe some 18s. Perfect. Um, and then we do have a pop-up that we're doing as well, actually. And you can actually, we have some bigger lockers out there. If you've been coming to the shop, you may have seen them right by the front door. Um, you can rent that stuff online in person at the, uh, at the shop. Uh, you will be able to online, excuse me. Uh, I don't know if that's quite deployed. But um, yeah, it's just 24/7 pickup return. It'll have like a, you'll get uh, set like an individual lock code for your your locker. Um, super easy to use. I think there there'll be like a little video on it, but uh, it's not one of those gym ones, you know, where you got to go. Yeah. Right. I, I can never do that. Right? It's like left this way and then oh, yeah. right. Twi- <laughs> like left I don't know. This way. Two, le- three right times this way, and right and two left times. This and way. Yeah. It's that's the combination itself, right? It's like left and then right. right and then I'm like, holy crap, right? It's, uh, I could never get that, and so we definitely got the roller ones with like the you well, know you just put yeah. this number. Yeah, right. I mean, just like any lock. I mean, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, any lock should be is that it uh, easy to open if you know the code. <laughs> um, but yeah, is uh twenty four seven pickup return. I think I think we're doing twenty five bucks for the unit, and so uh, if somebody is going with you or something. Uh, it's definitely, I think, a, a price that is like, hey, if you want to, you want to go fishing for the day. Honestly, without without a Vexlar or a Flasher unit, it mm-hmm. it um, kind of 
It's not nearly as fun, you know. No, uh, agreed. Being able, know, to, being able to not... see that there's that little dot down there, you yeah. know, and trying to get it and then going, oh crap, you know, that doesn't move for like five minutes. That's probably probably a tree, you know. That's yeah. You know, that's when you. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, so you're charging only twenty five bucks to rent out a Vexlar yeah. all day. Yeah, that's badass. I mean, Vexlars are, they are not flashy like a Garmin li- live scope. Right? They're flashers. They're they are flashers. flashers. <laughs> right. <laughs> they are flashy, but they're flashy. They, they don't have all the bells and whistles that some of these do, yeah. but they are dependable units. They're easy to read. They work. Yeah, um, you just turn it on. So, right. But but I think they're the, the greatest introduction for people get into ice fishing. It's kind of cool that you guys are doing the rentals because I'm telling this right now. So a lot of people whether you ice fish or not and if you're looking to get into it and if you're looking to get people into it if you show them that flasher i shit you guys not they get so excited like so what's this color thing that's going down right you see your lure right they can figure it out this is the thing so i know we have listeners who don't ice fish and this is the thing it's so cool because once you drop your lure into the water you'll see this color just go like this, you know, and it just you just follow it down, and you see fish that moves with it. And it's just to me like the greatest explanation. I keep telling everybody, it's like fishing in a video game in real life, and it's it's just so exciting. And then on top of that, then all of a sudden you see the the fish hit the you know your rod goes down, and then at the same time all the colors go crazy on this. Yeah. Talk, yeah. Talking about an experience, right? Is like okay, so so when you drop your your tungsten ice jig down there because if you're still using lead, I mean, yeah. props to you, I guess. But uh, <laughs> you drop your nice tungsten ice jig down there, you, you see this red line usually come up, um, and you know that's your jig, and so you know how deep you are. But then when you see that other red line, that's not the bottom. It marks the bottom real nice for you too. When you see that red line, that's a fish start to like kind of come up to your jig, yeah. right? And just watching that and kind of like that that Jaws uh, scene, right? Like dun dun dun, yeah. dun, dun, dun. yeah. And you see this fish is coming, and then all of a sudden, right? Yeah, your rod tip is dunk. Yeah. I mean, that is just. Uh, I think. How do you explain that? That's a gr- It's a great. It's one of the greatest. Yeah. Well, you're ever. you're interacting with the fish. Uh, yes. Yeah. I think that's yeah. Like Me- you're play, playing a little chess mat. Yeah, you, exactly. you and that fish. Yeah, yeah. you're making memories. It's, it's <laughs> uh, dude. That, that, that's that's really on. You're interacting with the fish at the moment, and it's and then you have the electronics, the technology to see it all unfold. I think that's what makes me so excited about ice fishing. I think I'm more more am more excited about the electronics, and then just be, like you're saying, interacting with the fish. It is just like. Um, I mean, you go fishing, right, middle of summer or something, whatever. I think it's easy to enjoy that because it's warm out. Yeah. Realistically. Yeah, you just, and if you're you're dressed right, it's not too bad in the winter. But, you know, yeah. you're, you're going out there participating in extreme sports. Yeah, it's more I mean? it work. Could, it's it could more be work. pretty cold out. And so just being able to, like, get kind of like that validation of, like, hey, there's fish down here. Or, you know, I know kind of I, I have a little bit better understanding what's going on. I kind of attack it a little bit better, too really we're all out there to catch fish right i mean yeah. making memories having a good time is, is is great but like um first time i came back into ice fishing again with this shop i go i go with a couple of buddies down to badger creek we drilled up in one spot and we caught like 80 bluegill in like yeah. probably probably under two hours and i mean you can't 
you can't beat that you know i no. mean didn't have to move mm -hmm. you know we're looking at this little video game thing it's where like, a little yeah. bit, bam bam and it's like yeah. if you go out there and you do ice fishing right you will you know, like it's a great time for sure i think uh when kiss is interactive with the fish is really on because the thing is when you're open water fishing on the banks let's just say you're not interactive fishing. You're just hoping. God, man, I shit. hope something's yeah. there. I That's, hope something eats yeah. this, it, please. It's, it's a one-sided game affair. <laughs> but when you're when you're ice fishing, and this is the thing too, though. Don't get me wrong. You get frustrated because you see the fish sometimes coming, and they're not eating your shit. They're not biting your shit, so you you get frustrated. But I think you're still right. You're still interactive. You still have to figure out how do I get that fish to bite yep. the lure. It comes back to, um, you know, again, you, you throwing down like seven different baits is that it can be, it can be that tough, you know? Um, and that's why, you know, uh, good fishermen separate themselves, you know, they, they stand out, right? You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. You, you throw, end up throwing down that seventh bait that, uh, that works, right? Is like, that's kind of what, what separates it, you know? So sure. that, that can be frustrating for sure. Uh, I will say is that uh, something that every person that has live scope tells me is that it, it doesn't make the fish bite. Uh, word for word is, is pretty much that, is that, you know, you can see the fish on the live scope, you can see they're moving this way or that way, and you can see this, this great 3D panorama, uh, but they, they'd say word for word, it, it won't <laughs> make the fish bite. I'm like, what, what else do you need to do for you there, guys? But uh, you know, it it can come down to that is is just um, trying different baits and, and seeing what's going on. I think the best thing about so when when you talk about technology and ice fishing, I think when you have those flashers, live scope, all that stuff. I think the best part is that you're not over nothing. When I say that, at least you know you're over top of fish. Yeah. That's the best part of it because when you're literally bank fishing, or even you can be on a boat if you don't have no electronics. You have no idea if you're casting into just nothing. At least with electronics, you know, at least you have a chance. I think that's the, the biggest thing, that you have a chance because there's something there. You yeah, see the movement yeah. or something. I think that's the most. That's a big thing I've learned, though, that's kind of gone into the open water fishing as well, is that there is actually, there is usually fish down there or out there wherever you're fishing. It's just that it, it's a little bit hard to say this to yourself but uh you're not doing something right you know is that you talk about again putting seven baits down there is that there's fish out there but um maybe you're too fast too slow yeah. not the right color uh, not whatever um i don't know that, that that can be a little tough to admit but it's like that's something i've kind of seen is that it really does take just just kind of dialing it in and i think that's why People that go fishing or, or have the ability, I should say, to go fishing several times a week or something, they really do better just because yeah. they have the time to Man. be able to go, hey, this isn't working, yeah. that isn't working, this color. Yeah, right? Kit. It's not because I suck <laughs> using the same lure you are. Hey, I never said I was I never said I was good. I but, never called myself a good fisherman. Uh, I, I, but, but I have what? said I have said that I just go more. I just go it's, more it's, often. It's odds. Yeah, yeah. it's like it, it's good eventually. odds. Obviously, I just go a lot. <laughs> I'm not good. I just go a lot. I, I, no, I think I think by going a lot, you learn a lot. Yeah. So then you become better because that's your skill set. You're building. Yeah. So right. you become. So you are good. 
So, but it's like the more you keep going, you're gonna get better. It's like any hobby or anything, right? It's like yeah. if you do it more, you kind of learn, and then you say, hey, this time of year, this type of condition, yeah. right? There you we know. go. You know, if if you just wanna, you know, you wanna go do a hobby one time, and be good at it, you know, I. I can't paint to save my life. And I, it's not something I want to really yeah. learn. Yeah, by virtue know. of me going more often than Gord's, I can catch more fish than him. Yeah, I yeah. Would, I would assume <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't matter. You still got to pay those damn two beers. Don't, don't. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm just this, saying. There's weird bets. I mean, <laughs> most snags and, like, Mom's smallest snag. fish or something. <laughs> hey, doesn't matter. Hey, win. bet bet's a bet. Right? Bet's a yeah, bet. Bet's Win's a, bet. a win, man. You gotta yeah. pay up, man. Bet's a bet. Um, you gotta do the uh, what is that? The uh, the Lannisters. You oh boy. Pay your bets, man. Pay your debts. <laughs> yeah, man. I have no idea what you're. Game of Thrones, bro. You don't uh, know. Oh, never my. seen one episode. Oh, my. Holy shit! I never you... watched one uh, episode. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We, we might have to cut this podcast like <laughs> just off. Crazy, I know. Man. I cannot believe he just. Wow. What? That was like that was like a really that was a great story on tv that's something i always have an issue with on tv is like like i just don't care about the story but it's like holy crap game of thrones what you never seen an episode never watched an episode of killing me smalls on that one all right well i gotta say after ned stark i was hooked i just could not believe that you might just have to just do like a binge how long are how long is each episode an hour an hour you got an hour to watch that you got an hour to go fishing yeah. Touche. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's true. Touche. That could be an extra hour that you're getting better at fishing. So what are you, what are you doing right now? Hmm. Talking to you. Oh. Yeah. Uh, you're not out <laughs> there catching fish, right? But we're still getting better at fishing. <laughs> we're, learning. True. we're learning. We're uh, learning. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to catch you. <laughs> um, hey, we got we to get you back on more often, Gus. Huh. I'm fun. sorry. No, I, I, the Confluence called. They said... They said the Scotch Street Slammer is uh, as you go. Whoa. Yeah. Well, oh, there you go. That's so awesome, dude. Uh, you got anything else for eight? Hey, what we, type of beer would it be, though, is the problem. I mean, I don't want to just make, like, another, you know. No, if you want to do a Scotch. Okay, this is the thing. If you want to do a Scotch Street Slammer, my what thoughts would be, beer? it would have to be a lager. A lager. And the reason why I say that is because if, okay, if, you know, our listeners, we have a lot from all over the nation, all over, actually, the world, in a sense. But you guys are listening to us. So there's a spot here in uh, Central Iowa we fish. They probably are not the IPA cats yeah. that you would think. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, what kind of beer would the Scott Street Angler S- be Angler. drinking? It they, probably looks a little like, like this. A, so, I would say like a nice light lager would be, light. would be perfect. And this, this is the thing. And it's you, not about the guys on the riverbank. It's about the guys driving on the bridge past it. That's what I'm saying. That's probably who's drinking the beer, right? I'm just saying. No, so, the guys on the bank gotta be drinking it too. Well, they're drinking the bush light. I'm gonna be that's honest. Why, yeah, that's why. No, the, that's what we're saying. So that's what I'm saying, though. Is that you gotta what reminds you Scott Street? I'll tell you what. It's two rivers coming together. It's a bunch of jumbled, you know, dirty fishing. A lager, bro. Uh, I'm telling you, a, a light light lager. lager. I'm saying you make it just dirty as heck a nice big <laughs> thick stout or something i don't you know the one no 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 no, no, no. river coming together you're right thinking there. Too, you're thinking too 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 far into it because too literal that, maybe no no yes that's yeah. the thing the, that's yeah. a good word for it literal because it makes sense in that in that but i'm telling you the people who would actually enjoy the scott street slammer while they're yeah. at scott street will be a nice light lager something light and inoffensive yep 
too funny. Something that they can pound 15 of them. Yes. <laughs> hey, it would right, work. I'm go. telling you, dude. It could. This is a thing. you got to get some royalties on this if, if this pops off. I understand your, your thing of offensive now. It's like offensive to the, the taste. Yeah, the taste. Yeah, okay. That, that makes a little bit more sense. Yeah. Huh. There you go. Huh. Yeah, you can't be taking a pseudo-sue and slapping... <laughs> Scott Street Slammer and giving Street it to slam. the uh, typical Scott Street Angler and, then, then you and having like him a, slamming it. An 8% or something. Yeah. I don't know, you know, a slammer. No. Um. <laughs> or maybe you could do something like a Ford Loco or something. Something crazy. Something crazy in the other direction. Uh, I think that, that'd be a Scott Street. they end up banning. FDA, <laughs> call, FDA calls you. Hey, yeah. uh, I think something like that would be a Scott Street. Uh, <laughs> that'd be a hit. That's funny. <laughs> Oh man! All right, guy, man. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's time to wind down. <laughs> but we got to get you back on, guys. This has been, yeah, it's, yeah. It's been a blast. Um, right. is, I got to say, it is it is good for sure. Um, I don't know if we um, when we start getting some more stuff in here too. It is always you know kind of bring the bring the trade show to the the podcast almost, right? That would Who knows? be fun. There is uh, that is something that's that's cool to. Uh, uh, see, like I said, is, is stuff kind of leveling out a little bit, and I think, um, you know, what's even crazier and honestly kind of frustrating is that um, prices this year, some of the prices we were shot, mm-hmm. went down, and that is kind of it's cool, but it's frustrating that like why would they go up in the first place like that, you mm-hmm. know? And then it's just to see them kind of come back down, um, I don't know. So it is kind of nice regardless that stuff is kind of coming down again kind of leveling out i don't know it's been just a hectic couple of years and so uh coming out with some new stuff um we actually just signed on with saint croix so that'll be kind of cool nice. is, is getting some of their stuff in okay um hoping to they they do something with some new dealers as far as um being able to give some of their product away uh in some tournaments and whatnot and mm-hmm. so i, I kind of talked about some tournaments earlier hoping to do some stuff with St. Croix, some stuff with Daiwa. Um, love their reels, you know, these, uh, got these 750s front and center. I think they just, they make a nice product as far as something that works and you, you see like um, some definite benefits to their stuff. And so they're coming out with some stuff. Uh, St. Croix, excited to get that. Um, Lunker Hunt, actually somebody else that uh, we we're working with to do some tournaments with as well so um actually i don't know if we should put this front in like the first slide or whatever but kind of like oprah style is I, I do have some gifts for you down there you know gifts unboxing you know i don't you got to put that big and bold like, um you want me to grab it right now yeah yeah trade show right is awesome you get yes. free stuff you get free stuff yeah and so i told them hey I've got some guys, you know, me and Kid have been trying to do this a little while, and I've been kind of pretty bad with my scheduling. And so I said, I owe these guys something, you know. <laughs> uh, Gus is a hard guy you know, to get a hold of. You uh, don't owe us shit. Social media, man. my phone, I just don't even, I don't know. Uh, I, I do, though. I mean, um, there is something where the guy that comes in and asks me, what exact color, oh, is it this, you know, pairing that color? And you're like, man, yeah. I it's fishing, right? Is it's like I, I can't tell you that they're biting on you know white chartreuse 3.27 inch because the guy cut off a little bit off the top, right? I mean, right? Uh, 
but then there's people like yourselves that just like come in and I, you know, I can name the, like as far as a you know handful of people, probably a short list that uh, are just quality. It makes makes the work awesome. And so, first one's this Lunker Hunt uh, deal. I actually gave some of these away, unfortunately, to somebody you might know. Lunker uh, Hunt. Lunker Hunt. Lunk. Oh, I I said that earlier. Lake Effect. Lake Effect. I saw the L. Yeah. They have an awesome ride. The, the Panty Popper, Panty Stopper, uh, is is uh, two different models. But they put these, they put the little rattles in there. Everybody's mm-hmm. doing that now. It's There's putting, a rattle in here. Yeah, putting rattles in the bait. Yeah. Inside a just Actually, a swim bait. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, oh. That's yours. To, is this new? Uh, they they're coming out with. It is an ice Wait, fishing thing. Wait, this is thing. for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This uh, ice fishing. Do you have you do you know um, a mat? Matt, I do know a Matt. Matt. He, he Matt. might have. Are you missing a couple? <laughs> oh, maybe you're missing a couple. What's that? Matt has your other lures. You, talk, you, you talking about uh, uh, um, Matty Ice? Matty Ice? I, I believe so. The Drum Master? I, I don't know his nickname. Freaking but goofy yeah. guy with glasses that comes in here every <laughs> now and then. He, he does make me laugh. Uh, he's a funny guy. Just like just looking at him, he, he makes <laughs> no, you laugh? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, he listens to our podcast, yeah. and we talk so much shit about him. We, oh, no, he you say you bastards? It takes, it takes him at least no, to Matt's start a good talking dude. Matt's a good to get me laughing. But then yeah. I go, yeah, he's... he's uh, Oh. Uh, so once he opens his mouth, oh, yeah, you exactly. start laughing. <laughs> um, he's got your other baits. Uh, he was supposed to tell me if he caught fish on him. He didn't. So, Matt, you're banned from giveaways. So is this a uh, open water or this is ice? Is ice fishing, I believe, actually. That's I know. a big lure for uh, ice. You got to start, start thinking about uh, lake trout or, you know, okay. big walleye. Uh, lake effect, right? That's Lake Michigan. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a okay. big body of water. So, Makes sense. Um, I think you could certainly use it ice fishing. But I think Guggen really may have been some of the first to do these rattles in the baits. Okay. And so every, yeah, a lot of Strike King's doing that now. Um, oh, yeah. These guys got it. Um, and But they do have, speaking of, kind of trailing off there a little bit. So so just to our uh, uh, fellow listeners that's not on the, uh, the video, they literally have put some rattles inside of these swim baits, like these plastic swim baits. It's pretty darn cool. I can You can see it. Um, does that really make a difference? If if the fish doesn't know you're there, how are they going to eat it? Right? True. Right. I mean, yeah, if yeah. you're fishing in murky water, yeah, murky that's water for sure. Yeah, or the you know you start okay. talking like uh, how far away you are. You know that rattle. It, you could have a great piece of bait, but if they don't know it's there, mm-hmm. uh, they're not going to bite it, right? So. RBM jigs, yeah, floppy bodies. I couldn't tell you. You guys might know. There's actually some local pro staff in the area of RBM jigs. I cannot think of his name to save my life. I really apologize. I could definitely recognize him as soon as you walked in. Great guy. Um, but I can't think of his name. These would be perfect for ice fishing, though. Yeah, yeah. So they do some regular stuff like that. We have some of their jigs out there. They've got this really nice chrome Wonder Bread. Okay. Of course, everybody's doing Wonder Bread, but it is, an, it is a nice one. They've got a gold Wonder Bread, too. Um, Pure Fishing just bought Savage Gear. Pure Fishing is actually huge now. They own Fravel Plano. Yeah. They own Berkeley, Abu Garcia. Um, but they just bought Savage Gear. Uh, I don't know what these little baits are supposed to be. Maybe like some sort of Ned thing, right? Um, but if you feel right, it's got that little Velcro on there. Right. Oh, back yeah. here. Well, these trade the shows, back. they have literally one of every single bait that they make 
on this little Velcro board. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, you you get to see everything. And that's the thing is that some stuff that you wouldn't normally see, maybe, uh, you see because, I I don't know if 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 he's interested to this purple chartreuse. Pretty bad color. Never use that, but... Um, you, well, know. you know what color I like to throw. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Actually, uh, see, he's grabbing the drastic plastic, right? It's, this is a color I think is pretty nice that he does. Uh, Mitch's Magic. It's like okay. a green pumpkin. Huh. Pur- I don't, what would you it's think? Like purple ish. Yeah. Uh, green. I purple. think it's. This is going to be your purple nurple almost. But uh, <laughs> you have a purple nurple already, Kit, don't you? Well, I just call Spencer's. <laughs> Straight heat of purple nurple. Speaking of purple too, is these are actually awesome. Uh, this is from Big Bite Baits, and I don't know if you can look these up and maybe like put the picture in. Here, I, I, are you guy. a craw guy? You, uh, yeah, I, I don't he's, bass. He's not a bass guy. Oh, I do okay. not bass. Let me see that one. That's so. so these are actually they say hand painted, but they're painted. They are painted um, on an assembly line, but they're they're pretty nice, and the, the cost really isn't too bad i may i may have taken one or two of them out of there uh but uh you guys can fight over those later i'll try this out i mean i think they're you'd be good for wallies yeah this is a little that's gonna be the one that he, little, he's gonna he's gonna start bait fish uh, imitating things he's gonna start beating you uh they've got a ton of other colors uh, of course everybody is doing wonder bread and i gotta wonder okay. for ice fishing it doesn't matter. I mean, anything, open water, whatever. Let me let me show you this here real quick. I don't know if you saw that. All right. He doesn't need to see it. And so it is. It, <laughs> he, he, he doesn't need to see that. He doesn't need to see that shit. When it, even oh, with your buddies are the most like guarded you should be for sure. You know, other people seeing it, but your buddies, not not a chance, right? You don't want to show them. <laughs> I don't care, man. Tape it up. Oh, I, I, I like it when my buddy catch fish. See, I'm not like other people. I really do. When I go out and fish, my buddies. I truly enjoy watching them catch fish. Now, don't get me wrong. I would love to catch with them. But when I see this joy in their face, it's it's a it's a priceless moment. I see the joy in my buddy's face. And then and then when they start like, ha, 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 then, okay, all right, mofo. <laughs> you know, then, then now we start, you know, poking needles. Well, I was going to say, you must have a blast every time you watch me fish. Oh, here we go. Freaking asshole. <laughs> I'll say, I, I mean, I genuinely enjoy that too, but um, it usually, there's like a chain of events, right, where yeah. I experience that first, and then... Yeah. You know, it's like then it's like a like a like a charity type thing where I'm like, yeah. Okay. Like I already had this. Yeah. Now 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 I don't Whatever. now you Especially can have it. Especially if I give them a, the lure out of my own tackle box, right? <laughs> I mean, that's like the ultimate. Like, you know, I, I'll let you have that, right? <laughs> um, I don't know. These are pretty nice. These are pretty expensive, so you guys can fight over this one too. Uh, I'll just I'll hand that to you there first. The, the suicide baits from Big Bites too. Suicide shad. Yeah. That's freaking Grandy's every fish that he catches. Jeez. A suicide fish. <laughs> see guys, see what I gotta deal with, man. Uh, I don't know if anybody, you know, this uh, Lake Effect just came out. This dude, the the guys that uh, run Lake Effect, he might be. I bet he's probably not over 30, honestly. Um, but he's like he's doing some cool stuff because usually, if it's a younger type owner in that, mm-hmm. they they take, they want to try new things, right? And they want to, uh, they they come onto the market with a new idea and they want to keep that going where it's not just like here's this square bill or here's this crank bill or here's this plastic that everybody's done, right? Is and so um, 
they are doing a lot of new things. But I, I do like their rods, I'll say, um, for sure. I mean, this is really just like your, I mean. Like a snap jig. Honestly, yeah. it is just a snap jig. It's a little, oh, oh. that's us being Is reckless. that part of the giveaway, too? Manufacturer retail price. Yeah. Um, these we actually got for free a while ago, but it's pretty nice. I don't know if you you like crankbaits. I know Kit don't. I mean, I when's the last time you went bass fishing? You could throw this for like uh, walleyes. That color yeah, is actually, actually super nice. Yeah. Evergreen, um, apparently. So you're giving all this for us. There you go. Yeah, apparently you don't bass fish, so I can put these into more wanted hands for sure. Uh, I don't know if you want this. He ain't so this, picky. I'm this, not picky. I'm never you want this picky. rod wrap? What is that rod? Oh, maybe um, maybe we could start like a wrestling channel here now, like a little branch <laughs> for you guys. That's terrible. You know, I have I an should. I have an idea. What's that? How about we put a little giveaway together for sure for some of our listeners Agreed. on behalf of Johnston Bay and Tackle Gordon. Well, let me I'm let me down with that. let me take some of these out here real yeah. quick before yeah, whatever you want before they put get in. into the hand. No, I'm kidding. No, no like <laughs> what whatever you want to put in, whatever you want to take out. Yeah, yeah, we no. can do that. I we'll think probably... I get tackle from certain companies and stuff. I feel like oh, he's, I should he's just pass big, this big big time now. Huh? Not big time. He's, he's big time. <laughs> Not big time. But I feel like. It would be better off in the hands of one of our listeners. I agree. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, How can totally we Totally open with that. What should yeah. we do? What should we do? Should they come in here? See, that... I think that should be... A that wouldn't be fair to our people that aren't local, though. Yeah, true, true, yeah. true. And, you know, um, it doesn't even have to be like, uh, oh, you got to support the bait shop, whatever. Honestly, uh anybody fishing is is good in my book because again kind of comes back to that community thing i think if you see somebody doing something and you're like heck yeah i want to get in on that too i mean uh it doesn't have to be like well, a, a actually local you know what thing. we do because yeah. you you have a website yeah so people people that aren't local that can't literally walk in here and buy something to show yeah. their support or whatever um they could buy something off of your website I'm not saying that's what we're going to do for the giveaway. Right, right. But, I don't know. We'll think of something. I don't know. Maybe like your page. Comment yeah. something on yeah, your page. Yeah, comment on you either your Facebook page or something. Like They can comment on this specific post. Oh, how about this? We can post a picture of all of us. How about this? Uh, when we release this podcast, we'll have you, sh- we'll have you make a post yeah. on the uh, Johnston Bait and Tackle Facebook, Facebook page. There, there we go. go. And then maybe whatever you want it to be, they could comment whatever, yes. like Johnston rules or whatever, whatever you want it to be. Yep. <laughs> and then we could pick, let's say two two of those comments. Whatever pile I have can go to one. And whatever and a pile, pile that have. he has goes to one. Are you? Oh, cool how's that, that sound? I was thinking, or that I just find some more things to add to a separate pile. But I mean, if you guys want to give away your riches, I mean, that's props, yeah. props yeah. to you. No, yeah. I, no, this is the thing. Um, I like that idea. Like, so, I appreciate yeah. that you, you're willing to for give sure. it to us, but like, for yeah. me, a guy like me that has basically everything I really need. Must be nice. <laughs> Must be nice. I don't know, but um, I'm with you guys. I, I'm with you. Like, I, I want to give back to the, the fishing community. I do this just for fun. And I really enjoy this because cool. we, we can really communicate yeah. with just the masses. 
I like that idea. So before this podcast comes out, before we end this, so everybody go check out uh, Johnson's Bait and Tackle Facebook page. We'll put the links and everything on the show notes. We will post our we'll, – we'll have Gus post a picture of us or, so, or something. He'll post something yeah. about this podcast. Yeah, yeah. And I think, like you're saying, all you need to do is comment down below, like, Johnson Bait and Tackle rocks, or just comment down below, and they can be in, you know, entered into the giveaway. Yeah. You can give away – two three or whatever you guys decide on that it's up to you guys hey uh, and that's kind of coming around to uh, another reason you know we we do want to be a part of the the community for sure and doing stuff like this is is cool because you know doing it for no reason not that you have to do anything as far as um come in here or whatever because again this community is is pretty cool i think uh um you know days getting shorter you kind of remember man not getting outside not doing anything you know there's no ice getting out and open water fishing kind of sucks you kind of remember hey fishing with your buddies over the summer or last ice season what you did and so uh being able to have uh community is, is great for sure and so um i don't know we we definitely like promoting that and past past couple of years been a little hectic I, I say that again is is uh sticking with us and and uh keep fishing is, is always awesome so yeah, we we definitely doing a giveaway. I think it's a great idea. We'll do. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah. You want to yeah. do two or three? What are you thinking? Two people or three? And the reason why I say that is because whoever comments on the picture on uh, on the Justin Bait and Tackles uh, Facebook page, you can just draw twice. You can draw two names. Yeah, yeah. So we get at least two winners. So then. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Two, yeah. two. Like we'll my that. little pile here. Yeah, and my your little, little pile. pile there. Whatever. We'll I mean. Well, we got some. Yeah, whatever, you mean, whatever yeah. you want to throw in, whatever you don't want to. We throw will throw in, in some. Uh, Gus we'll, is gonna throw in some. We'll cool work stuff, out guys. the details. We'll uh, work it out. There will guys. be some winners, um, and you know, just like when these two fish, there probably be some losers, unfortunately. Um, yeah, we totally did not plan this. Uh, I, I'm yeah. kind of throwing <laughs> Gus in the hot seat. Yep. We hey. didn't even know he was bringing up the box, but, but I, I feel I'm like, with that. yeah, nah. I mean, I could just sit here and like, yeah, I'll take all this stuff. Yeah. But, you know, some of this stuff is, isn't is really tailored to what I would fish for. And, guys, if you listen to this for two hours, you f- deserve, um, you deserve, you deserve a, this. You deserve a <laughs> chance to get to in on this little thing. For sure. Thing. And I think, I mean, I'm going to put some uh, pressure on you here, Gus, but how about we'll let you, you know, do the little packages, like whether that's what sure, I got already sure. right here, what okay. he got, and a third, or if you want, or you just want to make two big piles, whatever. Yeah, yeah. it'll be fun. It'll be cool. And then uh, you just, because it'll be in a couple of weeks, and we can swing back here whenever you want to do yeah. recording or something like that. It'll Heck be yeah. Fun. It'll be yeah. fun. Uh, big lights, you know, nice show of it. Yeah, yeah. Right. It'll be fun. It won't be quite um, winning a $2 billion Powerball. Well, but shit. But uh, it could be like maybe a fiftieth of that. But he can catch you uh, a fish of a lifetime yeah. that not even two billion dollars could, could pay for. Uh, right. Yeah, it's the truth yeah. though. You can catch something. You can't buy time. Right? You, you, can't you can't buy, buy time. time. You can't buy memories, yeah. man. At the end of the day, yeah. you can't. You could buy not working and then having more time. Well, that's different. <laughs> okay, you don't. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll take that two billion. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, we, we do have to wrap this up. But um, awesome to have you guys. Fishing kit, you got anything left for Gus? And then, like I said, guys, so you guys gotta f- make sure you guys we'll, we'll put all the links and everything how to yeah. how to enter this. Yeah, so make sure you follow Johnston Bay and Tackle. That way, you can uh, be up to speed whenever this giveaway drops. And I'll have Gus. He'll 
he'll decide on what you need to comment and he'll be the deciding factor on what what the giveaways will be yep and we'll definitely post that up um that was awesome man. Well, i guess yeah for the audio people so we got a i don't know how big this container is but it's a uh, like a big tupperware full of baits and stuff and gus just brought it out hey you know he was gonna give it to us but i feel like i think we should just pass it on to the community for sure i think uh we probably you know at the bait shop uh there is always something in the back um unless unless there's not and I'll, I'll tell you but uh um there is always something in the back there's there's some baits uh here that the bait shop has been here i couldn't even tell you maybe the 70s is what i is what i hear and there's some stuff that's been here uh uh, a little while, and we could, we could break out the antiques. Yeah, yeah. Like collector stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Some of that stuff could yeah. probably be collector stuff. Yeah, there's uh, there's definitely always something kind of interesting at the bait shop. That's what we try to be. And we got yeah. we got fruit juice. We got uh, we got some cool lures. Um, you know, always something going on. Hopefully, so. super badass Gus and uh, Justin Bait and Tackle. So, uh, if you guys are in Central Iowa, obviously swing by here. Go come check them out, and then. Grab the lychee drink. is it's, it's good. I kid you guys not. Coconut drink. Or coconut, you know, according to Fishing Kid. But, I think that's uh, my favorite. If you're, if you're plain and uh, <laughs> basic, yeah, don't don't step outside your comfort zone. Get the get the coconut. But huge shout out. Coconut thing. water. You know, I mean, that's what it's called on the front. <laughs> coconut but this water. has pulp in it. You got oh, to be a, you gotta go, be a little adventurous. A little, a little chunk in your mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a little chunkiness. But, yeah. you know, um, thank you guys for just allowing us to come here and just record a little bit and just talk to you and then pick your mind a little bit just understand about the operations of a of a storefront of a bait shop and then um this is going to be super badass that you're going to be able to give this away to some of our listeners and uh like like fishing gets said man we would rather pass this off to you guys who listen for two hours which is crazy if you listen to this far but it's, it's pretty cool if you guys do um don't forget before we end this Check out Fishing Kit's YouTube channel. Get this f- freaking guy up to 3,000 subs. Getting there. Creeping. So, creeping. Uh, I've been creeping for a while. I know. I know. We we are been creeping. And then... Uh, We're just more, creeps. More big fish is the uh, is just always the solution. I just got to say that. You know, fellow <laughs> social media guy. Oh, I thought you were going to say big something else. No, wow. Uh, more geez. big tits <laughs> is the solution. <laughs> Kit's channel. Well, yeah. You can't, can't, can't <laughs> go wrong with that. Big... Uh, Big stories. See, over there. we're yeah. we're we're near the end, yes. so the only the hardcore listeners yeah. are, have made it to this point. And, <laughs> yeah, and don't forget, you know, the the little guy like me that don't catch much. Go check out my pop fishing channel. Uh, we'll, I'll, I'll, I try to catch fish with this guy once in a while, whenever I can. Um, but no, this has been fun. Uh, appreciate you guys. Don't forget, leave a review if you guys can. It helps us out. Don't forget, share. Tell people to check out this podcast with these two crazy guys to go around and just talk fishing drink beer with you know the locals love that man always a good time support yeah. the locals guys man uh other night you got anything else kit i think that's it i'm just snapping a couple little pictures there you go other than that guys everybody till Heck next yeah. time appreciate it